30 by my side and my lead, you understand? I ain't got no friends, I'm too Mike focused on check. the bands. I ain't got no friends. Episode 66 of the Project Takeover. And I am Notorious. Notoriously famous. Mike Check. This is right hand man, Mr. PL Coulter. And I'm checking in for duty. Hey. Welcome to Studio Chocolate City, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Home of the Project Takeover Podcast. Absolutely. Episode 66 is brought to you as only he can do. Hey. By the one and only man on my left hand side, Mr. Victoriously Famous. What you got today? Hey, that's No Friends by Happy Birthday Calvin. Hey, I looked at the run through. Hey, there's not a lot of friends left on this after reading this run through. Oh, Magic needs some friends. Oh, not only Magic, it looks like AB needs some friends too. A lot of people need friends. Oh, we got a lot in store for you today. So, uh, if you're just now getting to work, make sure you uh, hit pause, nuke that coffee, and settle in with us. We got a lot of foolishness to discuss. Foolish. The best way we know how. And we will get started. Speaking of foolishness, mm. jump into it with the final four. Boy, in the NCAA men's basketball's crowning event, it just went down in Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. We have a brand new champion. It's the Virginia Cavaliers. Congratulations to them. Any really? applause? Really? I would just like to take this moment to congratulate the referees, the NCAA. They were uh, the most outstanding players. The monitor, the replay <laughs> tape, um, this touch gate. Okay, uh, that 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 I don't think happened. This double dribble that was never called in the previous okay. game against Auburn. Uh, these late ass fouls. I mean, you name it. Um, it seems to me, my opinion. If you don't like it, there's a warning for that. The Prayers numbers show that they like your opinions, though. So my my opinion is, what happened to Virginia last year? It didn't matter what happened this year. The Virginia was going to win this. Almost as if to to present the story from henceforth and forevermore right. that you too can recover from a fall in the NCAA right. tournament. There's one shining moment, and they had it. Now that, I thought one thing that I did take out of this that I was happy about was that Chris Webber no longer has the most egregious turnover that was uncalled in uh, Final Four history. That travel before he ultimately called that timeout would have been the most. Talked about missed call. True. In the history of the basketball, had Michigan gone down and converted that bucket and won won the title. Yeah. Okay. The double dribble by Virginia oh late in the God. game against Auburn, which 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 in a sense would have sealed the game. It was a second left when it when the oh, guy was fouled. Um, your thoughts on that from a from a move it forward perspective, and what I mean by that is we saw in the NFL they make changes to the. Um, Reviewing pass interference after that yeah. egregious call that was missed in the NFC Championship game. Do you think that the NCAA should follow suit and include things like double dribble and uh, replay that uh, in the last two minutes? Well, okay, so if there's a double dribble and the, and the whistle's not blown, I mean, how right? How is the, the coach supposed to get the attention if not we implement flags right. to throw something <laughs> on the on the court? And that would be dangerous considering the, the nature of the sport. thing is ridiculous. Yeah. We have to stop going to the, the monitors. We got to. This oh, really? Thing, yeah, this thing has gotten out of hand. It's gone out of hand where, where we've pulled up 
the monitor, the replay, to see if a ball grazed the tip of a finger right. after Virginia clearly punched it out. Me and you both know anywhere, any place, any time, you knock the ball out of my hand, it's my ball. Right. Even if it might have grazed it, touched it going out, you knocked it out. That's a clear sign of you deflected right. it out. And that's on any blacktop in any neighborhood in this it's country. It's not only blacktop, but hardwood, professional, at, right. some, at one point high school, And college, especially in the, in the Final Four. Especially in the right. championship game and overtime, it's a big deal. And right. y'all go to the replay and you sitting there seeing if you could put a piece of paper between right. the finger and the ball. It's, it's, it's outrageous. This is ridiculous. You no, know, people laugh when they hear Nick Torsley famous say that, but we saw that in a game in Dallas last year where they stuck yeah. a piece of paper in to see if it was a this first is down crazy. Is absolutely like, ridiculous. come on guys we don't need that anymore you know what okay so if we're now going to rely on um automated robotic tools to call these games right then what we need to do okay then the ncaa the nba the nfl we need to go ahead and create uh an invisible graph that goes across the court and when the players step into the graph it just calls any kind of infraction like an artificial in, in, like an uh, artificial net throwing the net over the court you know and you got them you got them set up on each baseline it just floods the court it's a net and whatever and just program infractions and whatever infractions whatever in, in movement that doesn't coincide with what you put in a computer red lights go off <laughs> <laughs> There's your, there it is. Would you be happy then, people? And then I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Every two minutes, we're going to be stopping. Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, a minute in the end of this, in the end of these games are, are crazy. They're crazy. I hate it now. I don't like it. And that's not because, uh, I, hey, I picked Michigan State to win. We'll get into that. So it's not like I had anything. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into that. A towel One, in the 150%. Booth. We're going to get into that. Um, well, I overestimated. I overestimated. <laughs> but it's not like I had, you know, a towel in the booth to be like, yeah, and get on my get yeah. on my fan rage. You know, this true. is serious. Yeah, this is this is this is crazy. You punch the ball out, it's my ball. Now I don't care if I miss the bucket on the next attempt. I'm not saying that cost game win or lose. Right. What I'm saying is that stop momentum. Well, that was a huge play. Only down two. That's you it. could go down and potentially take the lead on that drive. Um, Virginia went down and converted, and then they got a foul on you know right after that. So that changed the the entire complexity of how it that game everything. could have ended. Everything. Um, I think Bruce Pearl, uh, head coach of Auburn, did a great job after the game when, when they were speaking to him about the missed double dribble. Hey, it's basketball. And from a completely different uh, perspective, as a, unlike notoriously famous, who, who has these, it was just a coincidence that all his teams have multiple and quadruple-duple championships. Oh, boy. Most of us um, nefarious, God-fearing, long-suffering friends like me, we want human error involved. We need somebody else to blame other than our team all the time. It's just, it goes down to the whole point of that double dribble was blatant. Obvious. <laughs> he picked the ball up with two hands. If he had maybe just kept going yeah. with one hand, maybe he could have gotten away with that. Um, but yeah, that was That egregious. was blatant. That was yeah, obvious. Yeah. It wasn't like it was a, you know, and what the what, what were the refs looking at? Because they clearly wasn't looking at the player on the ball situation. No, I think they were more worried about when to get that whistle blown when the when the guy was fouled. But actually, uh, even with the double dribble, if you're just playing what you know with your instincts, he was bumbling the ball, you know, oh, forty five feet away yeah, from the, the rim with a second left. Maybe it wouldn't have been the best idea to foul at that point. But that's the difference between college and pro. Um, overall, your thoughts about the quality of the games? 
like the entire tournament. No, the final four. The final four. Um, like I said, that that Tech and, and Michigan State game was it was good. I, I felt like it was good. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, the better the better team won. Uh, Tech, like I like I said, they're long, they're strong. Uh, they get with it. They can shoot. They get hot. And uh, clearly that prevailed. And if not for a defensive lapse by Culver in the last 10 seconds, they'd be t- uh, champions right now. Yeah. Same thing with his shooting. If he didn't go 0 for 3,000 that night, <laughs> it could be a different story. But um, the yeah. Virginia game, uh, the, the, the Final Four Virginia game versus Auburn, clearly Auburn got robbed. Um, that should have been called. Um, yeah, I would like to see that story continue. That, as far that, as that, that was nuts. Um, and then that the final Virginia and Texas Tech, it was just – it was, it was low scoring. Like it was good. Tech made their run. They came right. back. It was quality basketball. Yeah, was. I, I just feared that a lot of people wouldn't give it a chance, given the fact of the name value. You know, with these are teams that we follow throughout the season. Um, we did a, a weekly update on the top ten. So um, these two teams were teams that were on our radar all all year. But not Tech. Not like that though. I not don't like think that. Tech well, there's always go. a team. I mean, they were like, kind of like last year's Michigan that finished the deal. A team that kind of came out of nowhere and started playing their best ball. In March, and I got to tip my that. cap to them. They uh, they did a great job. They this did year. that. So I guess we can say until next time. Oh, and, and and to top it off, the Hot and Fresh podcast. Um, they actually, I believed they already filmed their uh, their what's the word I'm trying to say? I guess their uh, what a challenge. Yeah, but they lost, so they filmed their shit that they got to do. Uh, I think we all agree they're gonna do pies to the face. On on video on wax. Hey, make sure y'all stay tuned to Twitter. So they uh, should be posting that. I thought they might have posted it today. I talked to them, but I didn't see dope. a post yet. So they're gonna do uh, whipped cream pies to the face for losing. So <laughs> prayers and condolences. That's <laughs> why we be watching out for that. So honorable men indeed. Shouts out to their podcast for uh, for manning up on that. Um, the consequences. That's what I was trying to look for. The conse- the consequences for the actions. If, ladies and gentlemen, if you all could have saw the, the gleam of light in the eye Amen. when Notoriously Famous said consequences. You want to talk about a whether you're playing Madden, 2K, whether you're in an intramural game at work, whether you're on the mic, on the sticks, whatever. This is one of the most competitive people hmm. <laughs> I have ever met. And I did not leave out the golf course or the bowling alley. Hmm. Thank you, sir. Hmm. Um... Now, as we transition uh, from the college ranks to the pros, my goodness gracious, Nick Torsley Famous, what a difference 24 hours makes. Yeah. Um, Especially if you're in the city of Los Angeles. You know, here we are trying to trying to think of a script for the day, and then the Lord says, don't even worry about it. I got you. Watch this. <laughs> like fresh manna right, the Lord from said, the sky. Get into y'all words. Right. Hold my Passover cup and watch this. <laughs> Next did. thing you know, Magic Johnson says, Yo, I'm out. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I was minding my very own business late last night when I get a, a text um, from one show producer, a.k.a. CEO, a.k.a. face of the franchise, that Magic quit. <laughs> and I accused him of lying. You said <laughs> a very unprofessional way. <laughs> then uh, he forced me to go to social media to where I saw with my own two eyes, and I am still... Nick Torsley Famous, 12, 13, 14 hours later trying to come to grips with what you tagged me in on Twitter. Yeah. I what was, the hell is going on with know. Magic in L.A.? I was on a twit, and I and I looking at a twit by the name of Stephen A., and he had put on there, what is Magic doing? And I went, what? So, of course, I clicked it to hear what he was saying, and of I was like, nah. 
Yeah, he was straight up. Magic walked out, man. And that's to me, um, you know, I just don't, I don't get that. I don't understand that. Um, it, I know I got some audio. Fact, I think oh, I got okay. some you audio. Got some audio for us. Yeah, let me pull it up. Okay, um, go ahead. What, now, what's for, your initial for, thought? For those of that uh, have been sitting out uh, DUIs today, and you just made made bail. Magic Johnson stepped down as the president of basketball operations last night um, in the Lakers season finale against the Phoenix. I'm sorry, against the Portland Trailblazers. But it was the way in which he did it, which he did it impromptu, kind of like behind the scenes and, you know, in the corridors of the Staples Center prior to tip off that he had quit and that the media and, and everybody who could hear it were the first to know. Mm-hmm. Not Jeannie Buss, who was his owner and, and sister in love, as he described her on many of occasions, including last night. Whatever that means. You don't think she'd be crazy enough love. to smash, would you? Hey, sure. Yeah, huh? Okay, I mean, that, that only comes maybe, him. Maybe, but well, we got some. Jeannie, Jeannie ain't got no, no, no broken. I mean, she did do Phil Jackson. Touche. Touche. Right, I got some. Here's some audio. This was Magic's initial. Um, Hold on, that, that was five. Shout out to <laughs> Jackson. I would hate to come second to a brother with HIV. I'm just saying, Ooh. damn, only on the takeover. Damn, Phil. Please go ahead with your with your. Uh, so this was um, the initial. I think this was the first um, press conference after he made that decision uh, where he explained it. It was a weird explanation, something about <laughs> freeing the birds. And the bees and the buffalo trees or something of that nature. So this is about a minute, almost two-minute clip. Let's go. Let's roll. So today I'm going to step down as president. And um, I think I don't want to – her and I have such an amazing relationship. And I think that um, she gave me full power to do what I wanted to do. But I think that – Don't have people thinking like that. Right. Her and I, I want to always preserve our relationship and and love her. And then, wait a minute. I think that I had more fun when I was able to be the big brother and ambassador to everybody. You know, I thought about Dwayne Wade retiring tomorrow, and I can't even tweet it out or can't be there. Uh, Serena Williams called me a week ago and said, "Will you mentor me?" and be on my advisory board. And I said, yeah, I'm going to do that. You know, and so when Ben Simmons called and we went through the proper channels and they made me look like the bad guy out of that situation, but I didn't do anything wrong, but do everything right. I was thinking about all those times, all guys who want me to mentor them or be a part of their lives. And I can't even do that. I had more fun on the other side than on this side, because now Tomorrow, I would have to affect somebody's life, livelihood in their life. And I thought about that. I said, that's not fun for me. That's not who I am. And then I don't want to put her in the middle of us. You know, even though she said, hey, you do what you want to do. I know she has great love for him and great love for me, you know. First, first initial reaction to that is, why could he never address her name? It was always her, and there was she. there was no eye contact with the camera when referencing Miss Jeannie Buss. None. It was don't be messy. Her, 
It was she. It was. Don't plant that seed in my head. Come dude. on, y'all. <laughs> Don't let's plant get that into seed. The, let's get into the conspiracy of this right here. Oh, what was shit. magic really here for? What what was what was magic? Before we get into the things that magic fucked up, I'm team magic. Magic. I'm glad he walked away. Oh my god, let's get to it. Magic was on the team for what, three three years. Um, three. I think two, three two or three years. Yeah. Two or three years where he couldn't close the deal on Paul George. He drafted Lonzo over Darren Fox. Mm. Everybody. He would let have Julius walk. Everybody would have had him at he, that point. Quote unquote tampering with AD. Uh, with no quote unquote. That was full out tampering. I mean? Yeah. So he, he 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 did some very amateur GM things. So what what was Magic really here for? Because the Lakers pulled off one of the biggest hustles of all time. Please explain. Do you really think that LeBron James would have came to the Lakers if Magic wasn't the GM? Yes. No. Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think. Because Magic swooed and wooed him. I don't think he would have signed a four-year deal. Okay, so you don't think if, that he would have had If a it wasn't for Magic. I think it would have been your typical one, two one, year with one the one year, year opt out, like 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 he's done the last ten years of his career. Seems like so. It kind of seemed to me that Genie Bus and others in that room said, "How the hell are we gonna get LeBron here?" Well, we just can't. We just can't hire Magic off the top and then go get LeBron. There has to be some kind of years in between, right? So my thing is to you. All right. Well, let's get Magic in here for at least two years before before LeBron says, "I'm out." Then we'll use LeBron to woo and pursue. And then at the end, we'll let him go. We only need him one year after we get LeBron. So we'll the, the whole thing of, of getting Magic involved was just to lure LeBron to L.A. is what you're saying? Yeah. Um, I think he was going to. I think I think I think Magic was going to leave regardless of what that record was. It, the thing is, if that is indeed the case. And Magic caught wind of that, then you can understand why he would leave. No, I the think last I think they was all in cahoots. I don't think Magic wanted to be a long term GM. You just he just gave you fifteen reasons why he don't like this. Yeah, but I mean, we've all. I mean, if and you're I, if you're Magic Johnson, so let's say I'm Genie Bus, and you're Magic, minus the AIDS. Right. And I say that's the only thing about me that's negative. Look, Irvin, I know. You don't really have any GM experience or president experience. Zero. But this is, the, and we family, because you're part of Laker family. Right. We ain't been winning since Kobe left. We need LeBron. LeBron, trust your name. And I know. I'm sure that carried some weight. And I know that you could talk him here. But I don't need you. But for the year, will we get him? And then I'll let you go back to your normal life and I'll pay you X amount. And, I'll, you know, you still have your shares in the Lake organization. So in order to do so, what is your sales pitch other than I'm going to be president of basketball uh, operations? What is your sales pitch to, to LeBron beyond that? The fact that you will get him help? Because you can hear magic. Yeah, you can hear magic. You can hear magic saying these things to LeBron. Showtime, baby. It's me. It's, it's Irving. This is what we're going to do. But LeBron, how do you want to do this? Yeah. Tell me who you want me to go after. 
LeBron just fit the And mold. LeBron picked a whole bunch of people like he was right. and trying so, to fill out a DraftKings roster. Right. So for LeBron to sign a four-year deal, I think that shocked a lot. It shocked me. It shocked me four as well. Years. Like he's Especially the, at this age. He's on, stage right. He's career. on the edge of the retirement. Right. You know, he's really going to lock himself down for four years. And I bet you two dollars, two whole dollars, that there was two contracts on that table. There was, a, a, a like you said, a two-year with an opt-out at the one and a four-year. And Magic talked him into that four year. And Jeannie Buss went, got him. I'm gonna go ahead and let I'm gonna let him go. I'm gonna stick uh, stick to our agreement with Magic. But here's the thing, this is probably what the the rip was though. Like Magic probably wasn't supposed to go out the last game of the season like this. Magic didn't want to fire. He didn't want to fire Luke. That ain't don't think so. that ain't Magic. That ain't Magic to fire nobody. Now because that's what the report was. I think either Woj or Bruce Hart, someone said he was actually on his way to fire to let Luke go. This is your last game, Luke. And on his way to the tunnel going out, he turned and resigned. You know what? That That's very, it, it, that's very compelling. I do know from experience that that is a sucky part of a job if you're not if you're not built like that he ain't built to like have that. to fire people I, I mean I was put in a position to have to do that for a little while and I absolutely dreaded it that, that is not a good feeling and everybody isn't built for that I'm not either so I, I don't mind I mean when, when Magic said that, that the effect of, of right. influencing people's lives and affecting people's lives in that way right. didn't come off as good I think um, that he thought maybe the job was easier than it actually was um, I think that everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And I think if you're Magic Johnson, and like you said, you beat the AIDS. I'm going to call it before it was in the 90s. The, the monster. AIDS. You beat the monster. And I think you come out of that on, on the other side of that with a, I'm not wasting a, a day being miserable or being unhappy yeah. or, or being anything like that. And, and the, the the season was a dumpster fire. And everybody's going to blame him. Yeah. Hell be damned if they got through July the, the month of July this year, and there was not a big name free agent signing in, in LA. If there was a, any good time to to grab that parachute and jump out the plane, it was now. Yeah, and he did it. Um, but, he, you're, but you're saying that that was all planned by the Lakers. Well, not for him to walk out the way he walked out. I think he was going to transition out during the all season. I think he would have gave his resignation in the off season. What made what what, what do you think the, made him accelerate that process? The firing of Luke. No, okay, he didn't want to be the one to have to do that, especially as close as as uh, bus yeah. is, the bus family is to the. Yeah, he didn't want to, to do coach. that, especially if the report is accurate, which some of these guys, I believe it. Right, and, and a lot of the players that that he drafted, Alonzo, who you looked in the eyes and said that your jersey be hanging next to mine, maybe realizing that that's not a reality. I mean, it's it's a lot of yeah. it's a lot of layers to to unravel. But for a person that's about to turn sixty. You know what? And I mean, I mean, he was like the hell with this. And if he really likes, you know, he really likes what he does. He's he's able to go out and and be the face of the franchise and be the NBA face. I mean, he still got his his Dodgers going on. You know, he didn't right. need all that. I think he really did this as a help to to Genie. I'll to help get, get you LeBron. LeBron, but then I'm out. Right. I'm not gonna be here for the entire rebuild. Right. Right. And so y'all ain't gonna pin all that shit on me either. Right. Because. If I mean that makes sense. It, hey, it makes sense. You get LeBron. LeBron gonna run the show anyways. It makes so sense. You can get anybody in there now. But the real question is, what does LA do from here? Wow, now that, that, what? That is the real question. I think 
what you have to do first and foremost if you're LA is you have to get somebody in in there with with some experience at the position of uh, head of football operations like no hiring James Worthy no doing the victory lap tour like no hiring um, you, you know no. Bob McAdoo or, or no. any of the other greats unless it's Jerry West to to you know foresee nah, that busy. that transition he right busy. but yeah he's busy in the <laughs> right up the street yeah um he busy like you got to go out you got to get a real real gm president now rob palinka from most accounts in and outside of the lakers lakers organization is considered to be one of the most hated agents and most difficult people to work with do you think that could have played a role in magic johnson's departure as well I just do. just going into the whole umbrella of hell if i can't fire you I don't want to fire Luke. I might as well just bounce because it's not like he's going to get evicted tomorrow. Nah, Magic don't don't care. It's not like he is going to be welcome to Staples Center anyway. Right. I mean, he walk in too. there and everybody's going to get up off their right. feet. So and, it don't yeah. matter. I, I just think that now they have to go out and they need a woo. They they really need a woo one of these one of these GMs from these teams. If you're LeBron James and you have a uh, you don't have a no trade clause. Is that something that you demand this summer if things start to look shaky uh, with the free agent look? Because he can be traded. I'll be honest with you. I think if this season don't go like it needs to go, and if they don't if they don't get the the the, the pieces in this off season to do anything with, hell, y'all gonna fuck around. Make LeBron just retire. If he if he does if he goes out and this is the last thing memory will we will we know him as a coach killer as a franchise killer man coach killer for sure right I mean you can go down the list the only one that really didn't die was Miami Heat's coach he's still he's still there but they tried he tried to get him yeah, out he of tried, there but and Pat Riley was like there was the one person with yeah. a little more mobster in him than than LeBron right like that's why LeBron didn't stay because he knew he couldn't control Pat hey y'all know better than messing but with but he got Pat out of there though. He got Pat out of there in the future, though. You know, it was just already in the in, in the works. But I think that was the only coach. I mean, Cleveland went through him. Cleveland went yeah. through the coaches. I think it was extremely foul how they fired Mike Brown after a 60-win season to appease a LeBron, and he still left. Like, yeah. like that's the difference, I think, character-wise between a LeBron and a Magic Johnson who don't have time to be ruining people's careers and lives at this age nah, and nah, age nah, of his nah. look, it, look, his look Magic don't want no more bad karma in his life. You stop. He already got the monster. He like he like nah. Right, right. Nah. Like let me just nah. let me just dip dip down. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna go be ahead of Serena's board and look at that big old booty. That's all that means. And get a get a, get a close up of that that right, that mommy right, booty. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna call Westbrook. So LA, what you need to do is you you need to get out of the family tree. Yeah. You need to call up some you need to call up some of these GMs who's been there that might want to go. <clears throat> David uh, Griffin. Well, R.C. Buford. You really went back to R.C. Buford? Mm-hmm. Go Spurs. Get them yeah. over there. Yeah, That'd be major. The, uh, the, Timber, uh, the Timberwolves, Portland's, all those. Yeah, he, yeah, he's done a great job. Um, I think, well, damn, didn't he damn to kill Ty, Ty Lue? No, that was Ty Lue. Ooh, LeBron? Le, yeah, that LeBron. LeBron Smith through that super no, game. that was LeBron killed Ty Lue. <laughs> He, he got that. Tyler. He got the, the the coach fired that was sitting there when he got back. He killed the uh, Sue Slogvian coach. Yeah, he, he got After Mike. He got Mike Brown. Mike he's, Brown. he's about to damn. They got Luke. Oh, Luke Luke's Walton. gone. Yeah, Luke ain't gonna make it. So they gonna let somebody else fire him. Look, and then they held on to him long enough for UCLA's job to come open. See, sometimes you gotta just throw your yeah. own damn parachute out for yourself. 
before you wind up getting caught in the trick. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't know what they're going to do, but they need a new GM. They need a new coach. They need about five vets on that team, <laughs> and they need some shooters. I like the Nucleus. This was the same team that was in fourth place on Christmas night. Yeah, but you got to remember, though, that was before the AD debacle, and these young kids are salty. Yeah. They salty. Yeah. As they, long as LeBron is there, that, that little schism is going to be in the locker room. Exactly. Court. Now, exactly. Uh, on to teams that actually will be playing this weekend in the playoffs. Um, well, before we get to that, All right. let's do our NBA awards. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, starting with your league MVP of the 2018-19 season. Who you got? I got James Harden. I got James Harden's MVP. Back to back. Because remember, he's going to get MVPs, but he'll never win a ring. Well, he's not going to win either one this year because okay. this year is the year of the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. Um, he's the best player on the best team, and his his meteoric rise, I think you have to give it to the Greek freak there. All right. All right. Now, um, let's see. Rookie of the year. Luka. Luka LeBron. That's a wrap. <laughs> You say anything but Luca, you better say you you better say you, hey, you better say Ben Simmons again. Shouts out to Trey Young who gets an honorable mention, but wire to wire it was Luca's to lose and he never did. Well Luca put up a triple double last night on Dirk's big night. Think about that. Like in the shadows. Don't be trying to come back and upstage Dirk. Like he's been through enough this year. We're gonna get into that All a little right, bit go, later go in the catch show. Him, Luca. Go catch him. We need two statues. See, that's one for Dirk and one for Luca. I'm already trying to get a man a statue. Hey, hey. Oh my God. Get the pewter um, ready, but Mark. It, but it is Luca. Yeah, I, I get to Luca. Um, right there. Okay, six man of the year. Uh, six man of the year. I got I, I got Lou Williams. I got Lou, sweet Lou, coming off again. Nah. No. No, the six man of the year this year. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Derek, don't call him Reggie Rose. Who? Derek. Don't call me Reggie Rose. Why? Because he had three good games and one memorable documentary. He always made he get six man of the year. In addition to that, wait, didn't he start? In addition to that, no, he did not. He started in spot. <laughs> you can't duty. be a six man. Wait a minute, start. <laughs> first of all, Lou Williams, you can't win six man of the year back to back years. Because why? why ain't you cracked the starting lineup? It ain't like that. He off it the, is like he that. off the bench killer. What he what is he like? Robert Horry bringing Kalachis to the yeah. game. Like Jamal Crawford, he come off that bench and kill. Oh, you can come late. Just make sure you bring the snacks. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you won it last year, Lou Williams, and you averaging over twenty points a game back to back season. I ain't giving Derrick. Why Rose can't nothing. you crack the the starting lineup on the Clippers? They got Patrick Beverly starting. Clippers. Oh my God, no, I this is Derrick Rose. Rose. No. On top of having a memorable fifty point game and a couple of buzzer beaters, he did average eighteen points, four assists, and three rebounds a game. Coming off the bench as the primary uh, six man, he shot eighty two percent from the field and thirty seven percent from three. Let me ask that, you a that question. Was, Let me ask you a question. Minnesota make playoffs? No, because they had the real six man, Lou Diamond, Philip Williams. Well, the, Lou Williams won six man of the year last year. They didn't okay. make the playoffs, so now he's the twelfth man. I don't <laughs> <have> to tell you. <laughs> hey, he improved. There you go. Nick Torsley famous will drink Drano live on the air before he ever give Reggie. I mean, uh, Derek, any any kind of uh, yeah, I don't give no award, award other than the woodshed. I don't give I don't give no scaredy ass award. <laughs> yeah, he get the scaredy ass award. Nah, he gets the sixth man of the year. Well, Overrated deserved. Award. I think it will be a great NBA story for them to throw you those votes. Um, defensive player of the year, who you got? Giannis. Giannis gets the defensive player of the year for me. 
Yeah, I saw him block four shots against uh, Joel Embiid the other night. <laughs> four block shots against Joel Embiid. First time in Embiid's career. Hey. That's impressive. See you in the playoffs. I'm going to go with Rudy Gobert because he was crying for missing the All-Star game. I'm going to give him the, the, the Crimea River vote. He was crying for real. You know what it would take for a grown man to cry in front of other strangers? A baby. He what? a baby. Well, so, he no, just going to automatically... What? Okay. So... Your award so far is Derek Scary Ass Roll. Yes. Rudy Crybaby Gobert. It's all about. I can't wait for the most improved. It's all about the emotion of it all. I think. It ain't the emotions taking him over. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't even about that. Okay, Disney's child. I'm saying. the, no, I, I think they're both good storylines. And with every award of this nature, hell, they're going to announce it, you know, after after this regular season. So I think this will be good stories to bring these cats out. And not to mention the stats do put them in the conversation. Gobert was fourth in blocks and fifth in rebounds this year. He's a defensive presence. He, he kind of just goes about his way and plugs along in Utah. He should have been an all-star this year over Carl Anthony Towns, but he was not. What? Yes. No. Can't His team it. is winning, unlike Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, and, and Derek got Rose? Punked. he mm. got punked in the playoffs last year. That's why I got. We talking about winning, and you got to remove Derek. No. They on the same team. They are on the same team, but I'm just saying, six man of the year. I mean, you the six man. That's, that's you know. Shouts out to Derek, most improved player. Who you got? D'Angelo Russell from the Ohio State. Oh. If you say anyone else, you will. Foolish. Well, my integrity speaks for itself mm. by the okay. fact that I have an Ohio State Buckeye hanging over my right shoulder. And a helmet on the desk. And you got Eddie sitting over here. Let's see, he's trying to play like I brought all that in here. Oh, that's all mine. <laughs> that's all mine. Shouts out to Eddie. Um, no, I'm going with the D'Angelo Russell as well. Good. And and but you know what though? We're sticking with the theme of a theme of storyline. He was jettisoned off to Brooklyn, who at the time was purgatory. And they, yeah. they laughed about him and joking about him and called him a snitch and all of this and all of that. Oh, you can add that to... I f- you forgot about that. You can add to Ma- Magic's blundering resume. Letting D'Angelo go. Yeah, but he had to get rid of Timothy no, Moscow's contract. That was the only way he could do that. Mo- and he got rid of Zubak. Yeah. What is now so the much Zub- now the, Magic Now, the Zubak trade, I, I do not understand because they don't even use Mike Muscala. But Mike the- Moscato? You a Milano? You got this. Let me got nothing to do with nothing. He got Look, the Manolo blonde Tims. <laughs> I right, Foxy Brown. With the aviator lens. <laughs> That's what I was just. <laughs> what is it? The Touch Me, Tease Me remix. Um, no, I'm just. <laughs> Look, we? If your name was Mike Moscato. This- you better be a DJ somewhere. Now, look. Now he had to get rid of, of Mo- Timothy Moskov's contract so he could have that room to, to free up a, a second max contract. So that was a byproduct. Plus, he had bad publicity at the time. What I'm more impressed with, because I don't blame the Lakers, was what he did with that opportunity. He went to Brooklyn. He was injured last year. Came back this year and put together well, yeah, an all-star performance. I mean, and he led his team to the playoffs. And I'm very, very, very happy for him. He was also responsible for hitting hitting the three-point shot that essentially eliminated the Lakers, who traded him out of the playoffs. you got to love a story like that. Um, okay. Okay, so who's your coach of the year? Um, shit. I didn't get that one. Mike Malone. Mike Malone? Denver Denver Nuggets. Nuggets? Okay, yeah. They've done a good job. I'm going with the um, Milwaukee's head. Oh, I'm gonna change mine. 
I'm gonna change my. I'm gonna go to Milwaukee's head coach, Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich. That's why I'm gonna get a coach of the year too. No way, Greg Popovich could have took the Ambit team at least to the second round, <laughs> but it didn't because nobody showed up. <laughs> but nobody, three of us. Well, nobody is shaped no. <laughs> Three of us showed up. Matias. Hey, that's because of coaching. Matias showed up. DP showed up. That was that two was, other people. I don't no, know. wait, no, wait a minute. I had two blocks and a rebound in mm-hmm. one game. But the, only six people showed up. I was the sixth man. That was that's why I was draining threes because I was just standing there like, nah, I ain't run up down this court. <laughs> Word got back to town All though. This well, boy drained seven of them hoes. Um, good job by him. Um, and uh, we'll see uh, pretty soon who was right and who was wrong oh, on yeah. their predictions. But uh, I do agree on D'Angelo Russell. Um, now, the playoff race. Now, th- this is the dichotomy we face tonight as we record into the morning because of now, as of right now. Three days left. We have, well, no, today, tonight's the, the, the yeah. last night for games. But there's still a lot of playoff scenarios yet to be determined. Right, right, what right, we're right. going to do is we're going to profile how things are now. If if everything plays out the way it is right now as we're recording, how would these matchups look? And we'll break it down from there. Nick Torres, the famous. We're going east to west. Now nah, let's do call. like we did last week. Let's start the west. Number one seed, Golden State. Yes, that will not change. Uh, the number eight seed changed though. Now we got the Clippers. Golden State and the Clippers. This is going to be a route of epic proportions. However, if Steph Curry's ankle, which he rolled a couple he of days always ago, always hurt in the first round of every playoff series. Yeah, I, I think he's trying to, to rewrite his story, too, to say, hey, oh, yeah. maybe we should drop a couple of these games. Yeah. You know, let them know I'm still the, the real deal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if he's hobbled, I think it goes six. If not, the Clippers have had a great season. Doc Rivers deserves Coach of the Year uh, considerations. But I think that goes down in five with Golden State. I agree with you. I, I'll say five. And, like I said, if this if this remains, we'll do it next week and actually put a real – a real prediction on there, right? Um, but yeah, I got. I, I'll put uh, Golden State in five as well. Okay, we will agree there. Yeah. Um, next, um, got number four seed Portland, number five seed Utah. Now this is what's did interesting. That, did that change? Now, yes, it changed. Now Portland had a big win last night that that moved them up. However, they're not playing uh, McCullum or Lillard tonight, so they could actually fall. Um, Houston could actually wind up in the fourth seed as well, but it, it, in regard to what we're talking here, Portland and Utah, I'm just not sold on Portland healthier. No, I yeah, think no. I think Utah is tougher. I think Utah is grittier. I, I think that they can. They, they're more. They, they have a style more befitting playoff basketball than Portland. I would like to, uh, Utah in seven. I go Utah Sweet five, Four. Damn. Yeah. Portland they gonna get swept yeah. two years in a row. Whenever Damon leaves, and he'll finally realize his worth. Know your worth, King. That's that's real talk, though. That's real talk. Know your worth, King. That's real talk because sometimes you could be loyal to a fault. And, yeah, and that's Westbrook. No, once you watch enough people leave your situation and prosper, <laughs> ask Westbrook. <laughs> James Harden, KD, Ibaka. The worst thing the in list. the worst thing in Earth is to stay put, watch somebody get off the ramp, and go zoom and pass you. Like, if that don't get you up off your thing, dance to the music. Damn. I don't know what does. But, yeah. got to go, We King. both got Utah there. Uh, next, we got number three seed, Houston. Number six seed, Oklahoma. Oh my God, please. What a great baseball, first round. Baseball gods, please. What a great first round. Baseball gods, please. Because you know what? In this scenario, if both teams are 100% healthy, I got OKC in seven. But not with Paul George. That's the curse. No, no, no. I got Houston. Did you see the game six. winner last night against Houston? It don't matter. That's we, the, what we talking the playoffs. Three. Playoffs. The three. We talking playoffs. 
We're talking playoffs. I'll, I'll take Houston in six. No way. I'll, I'll take OKC in six, then, because they're going to put them hands on Harden and, and company. They, and once again, Westbrook, who was voted most overrated player by his peers. One of the most overrated, along with Draymond Green. Don't do that. And that's very optimal, yes. You yeah. agree? You agree? Yeah. I mean, we can we can move this furniture around on uh, on site. Brian West, uh, Brian Westbrook, <laughs> Russell Westbrook. You said Brian Westbrook yeah. had a pretty good <laughs> career as well. Um, um, no, that'd be a great first round. But I, I think Houston in six, one hundred. Yeah. The first of all, this goes without saying, actually. So I apologize to the to the ladies and gentlemen <laughs> out there. But what Russell Westbrook hung triple doubles on everybody who voted. Okay. He rocked them all to sleep as he was jogging back to the other end of the floor. And every year, so of in the course, playoffs. of course, they're going to try to minimize the only player in the history of the NBA to have the three triple double average seasons in a row. No, I mean he's doing his thing, but like we just said, what we just say, it was KD that they had a lemon booty against Golden State when they had the, they was up three two. It so was KD. So we never going to really blame Russell for anything, but yet. He still can't make it out of the year that they were the number one seed. The and they got knocked off by Memphis. He was injured by Patrick Beverly on a on a no, yeah, on yeah, a flash okay. play. So I'm just saying he's had his moments. That's the MVP of the league you're talking about. No, they trying to Cam Newton him, even though no, he got no, an I would MVP. never put that on Russell. Man, he really hate Cam. <laughs> this is serious. Man had, he ain't had sex now in ten days. <laughs> You can see with the prison braids. So don't get the prison braids. Hold out hope. It's only been 10 days and Cam Newton sitting there going, all my life I've had to fight. You be nice to your mate. Right. Uh, next matchup. Uh, number two seed, Denver versus number seven, San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio in six. Ooh, yeah, I'll take that one. I'd say San Antonio in seven. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, Denver, Denver is talented enough to get one in San Antonio. But um, just to, from what you said, the, the coach of the year, who could be that every year? Popovich, um, you give him time to prepare and to break you down over a seven-game series, it's not going to be fair. His players always step up when they need to step up. I like the Spurs. Okay. Second round. Yes, sir. Golden State, we agreed on that, versus Utah. We agreed on that one also. Yes, I got Golden State in five again. Ooh. Yeah, I go six. I go Golden State in six. They're just not they gonna get one. Yeah, they're just not built offensively to Maybe hang two. with with, with uh, damn. See, I'm not even giving them two. Games. I know, right? Damn, I gotta go five. Also, no, I'm gonna have to yeah five games. They'll get one at home off hype. Maybe game three, their first home game against uh, Golden State. That'd be about it. Next matchup, you got Oklahoma. So are we going on yours first. Oklahoma versus the Spurs. Oh, that would be a classic. Um, Six versus seven seed. I would have to go with the Spurs in seven. I think if it came down to a game seven in Oklahoma City. You know what? Let me take that back. I'll go with Oklahoma City in seven. I think Westbrook and George would be just too much. If I had to pick between Westbrook and George or Aldrich and DeRozan, I'm going to take Westbrook and George over seven games. Yeah, but you got to throw Pop in there somewhere. No, I'm throwing him in there everywhere. Okay. That's why I was going seven. So, on me, it would be Houston and San Antonio. Okay. Which would be another good good. Matchup. And I would take um, Houston and six. Ooh, you don't think? Nah. Pop ain't no coach of nothing. He right. coached. Yeah, oh, she Okay, on to the, the question. Westerconference.com. <laughs> right. Uh, we both would agree on this. Golden State. Um, and for you, it would be Golden State versus Oklahoma City. I would have Golden State in seven. 
Okay, for me it'd be Golden State versus the Rockets. Right. To go to the finals. Ooh. Which is crazy because I think that's is, the only team that can beat. Right. It's like is everyone healthy? Is Chris is Chris Paul healthy? If Chris Paul's healthy, I think they get him in that seventh game. I so think they get him. So you say Houston on to the finals. If Chris Paul would be healthy enough, which he never is, but if he most soundly is I say, yeah. I say they catch him on that seventh game like they missed him last year on that seventh game. Now, let me ask you this, Nick Torsley Famous. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're the Houston Rockets right now, your season is over, and you know that if Denver wins tonight and if Portland um, wins tonight yep. or loses tonight, you— You're playing Portland. No, if Portland wins tonight and if um, Denver wins tonight, you're the fourth seed. Right, which you'd be paying, you'd be playing Utah. Right now, which which means that you would wind up facing Golden State in the second round instead right. of the conference championship. Now, with the the we've seen historically that uh, James Harden's workload has worn him down as the playoffs Absolutely. have gone on, and we also know that if you play enough games, something is going to break on Mister Operation himself. Well, all, all the time, you're going to hit that buzz. Would it be better for you to to drop to the four seed and get Golden State in the second round when your team is more fresh? Or would you rather have waited out and meet them in the uh, conference finals? I definitely don't want to play Oklahoma City that first matchup because that's going to go. Yeah, they they, they're going to scrap for theirs. Yeah, they're going to scrap for theirs. Which means it's going to be rough. Right. So yeah, I'd I'd rather I'd rather do that and play a Utah team that I potentially might not have to play. I'd rather have Uh, a rematch with Utah. Yeah, Um, I might not have to play Paul. I might not have to play James a couple of the, or heavy minutes if they get out to a start. So, right. Yeah. You, you, somehow you got to catch that fourth seed. I think you. I think you. You root to drop, and and if you're gonna take on Golden State, take on them and take them on in the second round when you're fresh, when Hard still got some gas left in the tank. Yeah. When, and when, maybe and Curry might not be back. Maybe Curry may not be back, and maybe Bookie may not be yeah. fully integrated into the playoff rotation. Yeah. That should be interesting. So All right. they, there's that. All right. The Golden State of Houston on that. So let's go Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference. Number one seed Milwaukee versus number eight seed Detroit Pistons. That changed from last week for sure. (coughs) Bye-bye, D-Wade. Damn, one last dance. Dance is over. They done turned the lights on and turned on the slow song now. I'm glad. Uh, You got the roll, D-Wade. I'm sick of these emotional ass videos. No, 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 I love them all. We'll talk about that later. Detroit, you find yourself in a tenable situation because you had weeks to climb up the up the, the ladder and you did not. You squandered games and for that you're gonna get beaten in five. I got I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh next matchup, number four Boston, number five, Indiana. That did not change from last week. And if I'm not mistaken, I took Indy um took the, uh, Celtics. I took the Celtics in seven, seven. I believe. And That's and right. that that won't change. I think that they'll have to, to scratch and claw their way out of that first round. All right, number three seed uh Philadelphia versus number six seed Brooklyn. Brooklyn moved up from that number. Shouts out to the notorious spot. B.I.G. Brooklyn stand up, but you will sit down in about five. I, I give him six. You you give him two games against Philly? Yeah. Okay. I give him six. Uh, Shouts out to Karis LeVert. Then the last would be number two, Toronto, versus number seven, Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic. I want y'all to keep an eye on this team. They crack it. They're going to give Toronto all kinds of problems. They have a big that can get it done in Vucek. They have... Plenty of people coming off the bench. They got Isaacs. They got uh, uh, Fournette. They got a lot of people. I say Toronto ekes this out in seven games. Ooh, uh, ooh. I would say more like five. 
Yeah, I think Toronto, I mean, uh, Orlando is going to win all their home games in this. Okay, the next round matchup would be Milwaukee versus Boston, which did not change from last week. Um, I think you said Bucks in five. <laughs> I said <laughs> Bucks in a sweep. <laughs> Damn that, Gina. That's savage. I- I'm going to keep that Bucks in five. Right. I-, I think that, that that team is fractured, and I think the seven games with uh, Indiana is going to wipe them out. That's what I think, too. Kyrie ain't playing after that. You said a sweep. Sweep? Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Just filthy. <laughs> Next matchup, uh, Philadelphia versus <laughs> Toronto. That did not change from last week. You said 76ers and five. Uh, I'm sorry. You said uh, 76ers and six. And I said, Rap- no, I don't think you checked the 76ers. I think we both agreed Raptors. Uh, but you did six games. I did five games. Yeah, I got the Raptors in six in that. Okay, I, I, yeah, we'll keep it at six or five. Uh, so that goes down to the Bucks versus the Raptors. Who you got? I got the Bucks in. Se- I'm gonna give them seven out of respect for Kawhi and Marcus All. I think yeah, I agreed with seven uh, Bucks in seven. So now we either got. Houston in the Bucks, Golden State in the Bucks. I hope it's Houston in the Bucks. I hope you're right and I'm wrong. Because that would be Houston's. It would be the matchup of the two MVP candidates. Like, yeah. oh, let's settle it once and for all. Like, like who's who, who's the best? Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure these things are going to change by next week. We should have a definite answer. Yeah, no of, doubt of who's playing who, and uh, let's get this popping. Yeah, no let's doubt. Get this playoff. No popping. No doubt about it. Now, what's on and popping? Mm. Is the uh, MLB season? We're, we're getting this thing. They, they're getting the the the, the chains lubed up, and the, the bicycle is heading on down the street. Now we're starting to get some games under our belt and getting a clear picture of what these teams start to look like. And there's one team in particular that you think doesn't look too hot, huh, Mr. Nick Torsley Famous? Somebody better call them. Call who? The Boston <laughs> Red Sox. I'm burning. <laughs> There's tragedy everywhere. Where is Ja? Ja Rule? Jump some call Ja Rule. Where's the last Red person Sox? they need is Ja Rule. Where are these Red Sox? Shouts out to Ja Rule. Where, where's Mookie? Where is Mookie? First of all, shouts out to Cashville, Tennessee. Keep your head up. Draft coming soon. Um, Mookie. Where's Mookie? It's not a Mookie thing. Where this is Mookster? a pitching thing. This is a pitching thing well, right Speaking now. of that, Chris said, where you at, bro? He got lit up yesterday by Toronto. He had run support. He had enough runs to where Chris Chris Sale should have been able to to, to get the job done against uh, Toronto with that type of production from his bats. I mean, Ooh. they went out. They went up early and, and kind of played back and forth for the for, for the rest of the game. But Boston should have won that game. They're three and nine. Do you know that you tied with the Miami Marlins, the worst team that's been in baseball for the past seventeen thousand years? Who changes their state name, their city name every three years because nobody want their asses. You tie with them? Bottom the, of the barrels. The Red Sox it. have 150 games left to turn things around. And everyone that's sitting above them, they'll have multiple series against. And let's not exclude the New York Yankees. They're not even at 500. Not yet, but we sit in second in the East. Second, what does second in the East mean? Second what? East means, what that means, we only four games back. Boston, six and a half. They'll so, after tonight. 11 games, you're already four games out of first place. Okay. Did you not see that the injury god came down like the death angel from Pharaoh and just wiped out the entire Yankees pitching lineup? 
That death. <laughs> and I said, that was vicious. Aaron, Aaron, why didn't you put the blood on the doorpost? Right. Okay. Who who let y'all him in? Y'all better get in y'all words so y'all can catch these phrases. Who let him in? We'll be healthy. I ain't worried about it. No, well, yeah, it's early it. in the. I'm not worried about Five Boston six. at all. The all bats are love. the bats are going to get hot. They're going to um, the schedule is going to ease up a little bit. Everybody's gunning for them right now. They're completely bored. They, I think, they have to, to dig themselves a hole to give themselves something to play for uh-huh. uh, throughout May, June, and July. All I see is Tampa Bay is rolling at ten and three. They That's are. What I see. They are. And if they keep this streak up, good luck. Good luck to any of them. Speak, they keep this up. Speaking of streaks, there's a, a major league baseball player that's on quite a streak that mm. he wishes that he was not a part of. Mm. Chris Davis, are are you present? Can you stand? Oh for forty nine. That's the only thing that's standing. Wave to the people. Gee, that's the only thing waving, like your bat. Nick Torsley famous. How do you go zero for forty nine in professional baseball? After you get that cheddar, you stop playing. The cheddar he's referring to was. Uh, Deal. He making a shitload Boston of money. Boston gave them of seven years, one hundred and sixty-one million in two thousand and sixteen. There are four years, ninety-two million dollars left on Davis's contract. Let, okay, you're um, the notoriously famous general manager of the Orioles. Baltimore Orioles. How much more rope do you give a player like Davis before you start thinking, how do I unload this contract, and can I unload this contract? You ain't really gonna load it. You gonna pay him regardless. Um, who wants him? I guess maybe a team looking, saying, "Okay, well, we can probably let's see if we can savage, you know, salvage something out of him." But he's just on a really bad streak right now. Oh, for forty nine strikeouts, groundouts, five flies. He just can't get it together. Um, I think he set last night. He didn't play. I don't know if he's gonna play. I don't. Even, I don't even know if he's scheduled to play tonight. You know why he didn't play last night? Hmm. Because two nights ago, a pitcher trolled him and intentionally walked him. That was a troll job. Alive. That was a troll well, You know what he need to do? You know what he need to do? He need to wait for the Boston series and catch Chris Sell. He'll probably hit about, smack about three dingers. He does have an eight, eight points on the ERA right now. <laughs> you can't hit off of Chris Sell. Then you ain't bending over right I'm going to need you to you stop it right now. I'm going to need you to to, to get the uh, Orioles, I'm, I'm sorry, get the Boston schedule and <laughs> see where Chris Sell is playing. <laughs> and you need to go on, uh, on IR until then. Right. Just, um, just, just don't even. Let me see here. Let me pull it up. When you playing the Orioles, Chiefs. See, here we go. When you playing the Orioles, now this man is going to get a hit before they play the Orioles. I mean, before they play Boston. Don't do that, man, like that. I got to see. Oh, are they coming up Friday, April the 12th? <laughs> oh, my God. In two days. No, hold on. Oh, that won't, won't be okay, back Okay, so Monday, yeah, the 15th. Monday, April 15th, they're going against uh, Chris Sale. Okay, so we we have two things going in baseball for the 15th, and this is Cole's board worthy. We have uh, a certain record prediction that uh, Nick Famous has put on the Rangers. Coming true. We'll get into that a little bit later. But we also have Chris Sale versus Chris <laughs> Davis. Chris, Chris Cross will make you <laughs> jump. Let's jump. Put it um, on the board. We got to put this on the board, y'all. This is, this is noteworthy. Who will come out of their funk first? The 15th. Davis. Chris or Sale versus Chris. Chris versus Chris in the ultimate battle of ineptitude. <laughs> Somebody needs extends. Uh, <laughs> is that like weave? What is that's like blue 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 emu? Whatever, get your dick hard. Oh oh, oh. so let's just said it like that. I mean, like, 
They need to do that right there. Well, I guess I lost on this one right here. That that that, that didn't go. See, I didn't even I didn't even do you like that. But well, hold on. Looking at my board here, I said one hundred percent against Tech and one hundred fifty Auburn versus Virginia. So I ain't I ain't overshoot the. the, the yeah, you did because uh, you went zero percent on both. I ain't even got no. <laughs> What's it? See, I, look. The thing is, that was just your spirit convicting that, you because I didn't even bring that up. I was gonna let well, us just nah, roll right nah, on nah. in the match. I had a question because you I'm had just, I'm just saying asking I, all these questions. Now look, I look. I wasn't gonna drive you into no ditch. All I know, I is got the I got the keys to the car. We rolling. Come April fifteenth. That's gonna be hilarious. And y'all know y'all have this man here to my left to blame. When on April the fifteenth, you're on ESPN.com and you say, "Oh, that's right, they do play Chris Dale tonight." And Chris Davis is a dinger. He'd be like, "Oh, for seventy at that point, ding off of Chris." Right, Sale. they'll get MLB.com uh, and 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 get all worked up for that. Uh, so that should be pretty uh, interesting. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And now, mm. you know, we can't do this thing here by ourselves. Oh, a break. Well, yeah, we can't afford it if it's by ourselves. For my sponsor. And all that talk was brought to you by the Longwood Brothers. Longwood. Say you got some low tea. Get your big ass down to Longwood Brothers. Say the name that the good Lord done gave. Longwood. L-O-N-G. Wood. Wish you could. Now you would. Longwood Brothers. As we do each and every week, we thank our sponsor for that bitch. Shouts out to the Longwood Brothers. Brothers, if you got that low T, mm. <clears throat> it's your own fault now. We don't put you up on I game. I told you, contact them. All right, now. Um, Give you that shot of that hardness. That's what. <laughs> that MVP style. <laughs> It's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> it's hard out here for a pimp. It's hard out there if you can't get a get your longwood right Boy. too. Um, now moving on to the uh, to the NFL. The NFL draft is is slowly approaching, um, and uh, as it does, we'll continue to ramp up our coverage. Um, continuing today, now it was just noted that uh, Kyler Murray announced that he will be in attendance uh, at this year's draft in Nashville, Tennessee. My thoughts is. He done, he 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 saw them brochures with all them white women. <laughs> the Arizona white women. They swole out there. I'm telling someone. Nashville. Shouts oh, out to Vanderbilt. Shouts out to Vanderbilt. He said, you know what? I think I'm going to go pay Nashville a visit. Ain't <laughs> no damn way. I heard. Ain't no damn way. Kyler Murray dropping a number 19. No, not to go to Tennessee, but just oh. to be in Nashville oh. for the. I'm talking about the locals. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm talking about the locals. <laughs> All know, right, Kyler. They don't get no no uh, no bluer and no blonder. Okay, Kyler. In, uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, he used to that and, going and to A&M. Were, yeah, but I'm just telling you, I've been to A&M. Been That's plenty his. of games there. That's it ain't Nashville. Why, Kyler? She, she might be the next. Uh, uh, next Murray? Keith Murray? <laughs> she might, no, right. She might be the next country music star while she at it. Why do you think she waiting tables? <sighs> um, Shouts off to Nashville. Now, this is the question that we we pose to you all standing around your water coolers today, and we will jump this thing off ourselves. Who's going to have a better pro career, Kyler Murray or your boy Haskins? What say you? Oh, right. This is going to pain you to say. I already know. You know, here's the thing. Uh oh. Here's here's the thing. For some reason. The New York Giants screwed everything up when they did what they did. What was that? Got rid of Odell. 
They just screwing shit up. I think you playing with people's lives, man. Right. Dwayne Haskins still has a better career. What? One hundred. This is this is assuming that he goes to New York. Is just as no, you're suggesting. No, I don't care where he goes. I, I think he's gonna have a better overall quarterback career than Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray goes to Arizona. Nah, bro. Now, nah, bro. before I give my answer, let me first say that we had this discussion months ago regarding these two athletes in college. And while I was a staunch Murray supporter at the collegiate level, the pro is a different monster. Same thing for Kyler. Absolutely. The, the pros are a different monster. Absolutely. All things aside from the Hosmer year and all that good stuff, because I've been a, I've been on, on the Murray bandwagon since day one. Um. When's this train stop? What's the, what, do I pull the bell? <laughs> Ding, no. is it like the bus? No, you just got to jump off and hope you hit a patch of grass. Is it like the dark? <laughs> <laughs> right, no gravel? Yeah, no. no, I'm, jumping no loose. Off, I'm jumping off the train right now, uh, on the, off the Murray train, as far as if he's going to have a better career than Haskins. I think initially, maybe d- depending on destination, Murray may show flashes, may, may have a better chance at rookie of the year. But I think over the long haul, I mean, say what you want, but the numbers bear it out. If you don't tra- if you don't transition into a, a traditional drop back quarterback, you're not going to last long in the NFL, regardless of how fast or, or athletic you were coming in. Um, and I just think that the the way that that Haskins plays the game, he's a traditional yeah. pocket quarterback, drop fifty hot ones in a in a very very competitive conference with a very t- competitive schedule last year in in college football. He can see over the defenses. I think that he grew. He played his best in the biggest games. Even the game they lost, it wasn't his fault. Right. The defense couldn't make a couldn't stop a running play. Yeah, right, right. So um, I really like what I saw out of Haskins, and I think that that he was what you would want for a second contract. It just it in de- the NFL. It depends on where he goes now, because all those reports coming out, Dwayne's not even showing up to Nashville. He's not even going. So that that could be a sign. So where he his thinks stock that yeah he don't want to be he doesn't want to be the next Aaron Rodgers. Right. So I mean oh, he don't want to right he don't want to be the next Aaron Rodgers. He's sitting there, sitting back there just or, waiting or to be even, called. Um, or or even what was a little what's the little shit's name? Yeah, Johnny Manziel. It's John now. Oh, John. 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 John Manziel. John Manziel. You gonna spray cologne in people's face? <laughs> Polo me, for me. Hey, shout out to Polo. That's one of my favorites. He wouldn't even get Ralph Lauren. Wait a minute, was you cracking on Polo? Cause I nah, didn't want because that's what I would. Oh, okay, because I didn't want Stacy Adams for bros. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep Stacey's on rotation. They they come in my size. Stacy uh, Adams <laughs> for the bros. That's why so many NBA players wear Stacy Adams because they only come in them clown sizes. Um, John, um, but no, he don't want to be sitting there. I mean, to a fact that I don't blame him, considering that he might not go in the top ten. Um, with, with if Colin Murray goes number one overall, then how in the hell can he not go to the point to where he doesn't even show up to the draft? That's beyond me. I think maybe when he spoke with Oakland or maybe with the Giants, he got some bad vibes That's that they may be either looking to trade back, trade the pick, or, or, or whatever it, it, it may I be. I just don't see the Giants getting a quarterback with that sixth pick. I don't I, see it. They're talking about giving Eli an extension. Yeah, I don't, I don't an see extension. it. That was his best bet. Right, because the Raiders, the Raiders ain't gonna draft a quarterback unless it's Kyler Murray. Right. I, that's how I feel. Right. Um, Tampa Bay don't need it. Giants right. are stupid. They're not gonna do it. Jags don't need it. The Lions don't need it. The Bills don't need it. So then you look at the Broncos. The Broncos really don't need it. Right. I mean, and, and they, the Broncos don't need it, and there's no guarantee that they not they may not be keen on on uh, Locke right. instead of Haskins. Right. Same thing with the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals need it. 
right? Because you don't know how much. It's a luxury. It's a luxury, but they could go another two seasons without it. But they, they're still not going to make the playoffs. Right. So and then you're looking at the Dolphins, who desperately need. How can he get past the Dolphins? They just traded uh, Tannehill to the Titans. Right, you don't. So that's where he would go. Does he really want to be in attendance for number 13th pick to the Dolphins? Yes. His face, maybe his facial recognition ain't going to be what it should be. I'm, oh, just, oh, I'm oh. just saying Haskins. What if he just wants to spend that time with his family? I, I, if you're doing the family thing, I get that. But I think that they're going 13th or, hell, even going 30th if there's nothing to be ashamed of given the fact. To the that, Patriots? I'll gladly do that. Yeah, I mean, you you – you pulled yourself up by your bootstraps and the you put yourself you wait, in a position. The longer you wait, the better team you go to. Just remember that. Right, but I don't even think that if, if, if it was just a wait because people kept passing on him that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that that uh, he has nothing to be ashamed of if he goes in the first round. How many people can do that in one season of college right, football? Right. So um, clearly it must just be a family thing. He just wants to spend his time there. Yeah, I think probably – I think New York. He's from New York. I don't know if they actually live in Columbus anymore since he – you know what I mean? So – Man, I'm just yeah, sitting there going, I just think he should. I understand the reasons why he wouldn't want to because nobody wants to have that as their legacy. We never let that go if we see you nah. having to walk back to the commissioner's office until they call you the next day, uh, like yeah. Teddy Bridgewater had to do. Right, um, right. I don't think it's that, though. I mean, I, I don't think he, he I, missed I would, the first round. Anyways. I would I would hope not because he should be proud of what he accomplished in such a short time, to, and he's going to get a, a, a mega deal. After his initial deal, if he stays healthy, but definitely I think that that the Murray, uh, the Murray he's just going to be flashing the pan. Arizona's going to struggle. Arizona's listen. Arizona's uh, issue is just not a quarterback. It's a quarterback, but there's multiple issues right. with Arizona. So to think and are an entirely new staff, and you know what, and they're not putting anything together. Yeah, we said that about the Browns when when um, your boy. Baker showed up because we said the Browns have multiple issues, but they addressed those issues with the running backs that they drafted, with the running back free agent that they picked up, right. that defense that they, dra- they drafted. Right. They drafted some defense, plus they put some stuff together, and they made it work. Right. Now, they didn't win 10 games, but you know what I mean? They made Arizona's going to have to... You can see to, the, the progress. Arizona's going to have to put a lot together, and, it, and for Arizona to be successful next year with Kyler Murray... Shit has to click like it click with the Browns. And I'm sorry, it's, it's going to be hard to replicate that like I keep saying. It's going to be hard to replicate a Baker Mayfield to Cleveland and all of a sudden you, you know, you right. have, quote, unquote, a better season than last year. Right. It just don't happen every year. It, it doesn't. And I liken it to back when uh, Marcus Moriota came to Nashville in 2015. The team was so bad that it didn't matter that he played good. The team was not going to win, and that's yeah. where Arizona is right now. It took right. a couple of years of drafting, getting some free agents to put around them before the team kind of took off. But, yeah, you're right. And you Murray and himself is not going to get it done this year. And like you said, that Mariota had to come in, and they knew they were going to lose. Do we even know that Kyler Murray has that personality to say, I can accept losing? He hasn't lost on any level that he's ever played. That's what I'm saying. So do we are we for sure that he has that personality of going, okay, this could be a three or four year progress. <laughs> Easily. It can I take Easily. two years of getting my ass hammered and getting ran through the media. Because you have to you have to remember that he's in the the, the same division with the defending uh NFC champion Rams and the Seattle Seahawks who made the playoffs last year as well. They're about to re up their quarterback. Uh, Jared Goff is young. They're gonna be. They're gonna have to be climbing uphill for quite a uh, quite a while. So can, so can Kyler deal with that? That that's gonna be the question. Well, 
You think Look, Arizona? I don't want to hear a word about you talking about Arizona losing when you had a baseball contract on, on the table and but you nah, turned it down. I'm, I'm I don't want to hear a word out of you about no damn Cardinals. When he, when this, when we're gonna find out when the season finally comes out and we can put wins and losses. How many Arizona's gonna lose this year? It's it ain't gonna. Be, it ain't gonna be they, right. Break out your fingers and your toes, ladies. <laughs> like Cardinals might as well go ahead and get ready to draft for next year number one. Oh, that would be tragic. You know, um, I mean, it is what it is. Now, speaking of number one, we're gonna go ahead and uh, update you with with our uh, weekly countdown mock draft top ten edition. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, uh, Cardinals. Um, like I said, Kyler Murray. Uh, number two, this is interesting because I know you got Kyler for number one. Yes. Story. Uh, the 49ers, you see the, the report that came out on Nick Bosa deleting his pro-Trump tweets today and how he felt about Colin Kaepernick because he's scared he might go to the 49ers. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Man, tw- Twitter, Twitter is the new Bruh. boogeyman. It's the new like, candy man. Like, Twitter keep fools shook. I don't think that will stop uh, San Francisco from drafting them. Uh, well, I still got Quentin Williams going number two. I got, I still got Bosa going to uh, San Fran. All right, number three, the Jets. I got Bosa going to the Jets still. I got Josh Allen, edge out of Kentucky. All right, number four, the Raiders. I got Josh Allen. I got Quentin Williams. Uh, number five, Tampa Bay, Montez Sweat. Devin White. Uh, number six, the retarded Giants pick up Rashawn Gary. <laughs> I agree. Dumbasses. Number seven. He's a great player, though. I mean, I'm not talking about Rashawn. But yeah, but you I'm can't build around an edge rusher. Like, come on. You bro. cannot build up a franchise around an edge rusher. Number seven, uh, Jags. I got Jawan Taylor. Uh, correct. I have as well. Uh, number eight, the Lions. I got Devin White. I have Montez Sweat. Number nine, the Bills. Picking up Ed Oliver. I have Noah Fent, tight end. And number 10, the Broncos. I still got Dwayne Haskins. I have Dwayne Haskins as well. I really hope he gets a chance to play in Denver. It's just something about their style of play I think would suit him with a good play-action game, a good ground game, something with some pieces already intact. Yeah. Please, New York, let that brother get up to a better team. Right, and I agree with that for sure. All right, now on to the professional ranks. Um, the Castles already got their paper. Sure do. What in the world is going on with your boy? A.B. Ooh, that's your boy. A.B. A.B. is your boy. Always Jimmy. bitching. Oh. <laughs> but he got you some good ass. He got you some, <laughs> he got you some good ass fantasy wins. No LOL. Like, the, like I hoist the trophy in his honor. I think he put up like 10 for 190 and three touchdowns in that yeah. championship game. Yeah. A game that I needed every single one of those points. Um. So, yeah, shouts out to, uh, to Antonio Brown. But, my God, bro, what is going on? Seemingly out of nowhere, after the dust has settled from the whole I'm going to Oakland, he uh he fires at a at a fan that now, now check this out, ladies and gentlemen. This wasn't even the Pittsburgh organization or Juju himself that tweeted uh Brown. This was a fan. Okay, because I got fan, the receipts. A fan dropped a, a a picture of Juju being named team MVP. And then uh Brown goes on to tell the all of us to keep our emotions off the internet. Two seconds before putting all of his emotions out on the internet. <laughs> but see, my emotions are different than your emotions, Juju. Right. So now this was really it's emotions taking him over. Right. Somebody called a shy light. <laughs> For those who don't know don't what Nick Torsley famous looks like, you would not look at him and think he knew who the shy lights were. <laughs> I don't even know that shy lights. Y'all need to Google the iTunes. Y'all need to Google that. That shouts out because that's very that's very apropos. Um, so he you know he gets all emotional and start talking about how Juju 
fumbled away the season. We all know what happened in New Orleans that night. He the, did. They got uh, eliminated. And how he, all this fake love, and he's not about to be fake no more, and and uh, check the list and all of this. Juju fired back, um, basically saying, hey, bro, you know, I looked up to you. I don't have no beef with you. I was happy for you when you got your money. And um, A.B. clapped back with a, with an old DM of uh, Juju asking him for what? career advice in, in his messages, which I didn't see anything wrong with. Um, and finally, Juju just saying, basically, uh, it's impossible to argue with a fool because from a distance, people can't tell the difference. Nick Torsley, famous, can you untangle this tangled web? Well, you know what? Woke? Let's just read. Let's just read the receipts. God. We got the T. So here's Antonio Brown. A uh, definition of emotion that he gave us on Twitter. Emotion. Boy, fumbled the whole postseason in the biggest game of the year. Everyone went blind to busy making guys famous, but not enough reality these days. By the way, check the list. Let's see what Juju replied. Shake my head. Juju then responded. That was unprompted and unprovoked, by the way. All I ever did was show that man love and respect for the moment I got in the league. I was genuinely happy for him, too, when he got traded to Oakland with a big contract, and now he takes shots at me on social media. Crazy how big that ego got to be take shots at people who show you love. Shake my head. But you know what's happening right now. What's happening? Juju getting sucked in. Yeah. But wouldn't you? Juju getting sucked into the point where... Juju ain't made for that life. Juju ain't made for the wide receiver drama life. You, you mean he's not a Twitter thug? No, no, he a Twitter thug. But Juju not made to be that number one receiver diva. I think he is. I don't think so. I think he is. I think that's why Antonio Brown wanted the hell out of there because he knew it. I think that, um, you know, Antonio Brown brought up the fact that, that he did fumble away the season, which he did, but he did also lead the team in catches and reception yards. He did also earn a Pro Bowl and not like one of those fake Pro Bowls to where oh, like four that or five people, you know, back out and then and he's he's awarded a slot. He had a, a, a tremendous season and I believe his, his teammates rallied around him. The fact that they were rallying around him may have been the reason why they voted him team uh Oh, they did MVP. that just to take a dig at A B. But if but if, that whole Pittsburgh team petty like that. That whole Pittsburgh team is petty like that, but they're not pettier than AB. Hmm. AB is the most petty. And and AB, what you need to focus on is learning the playbook in Oakland and figuring out how you're going to throw your new quarterback under the bus well, that's when easy. you have uh, a couple of four, four for 70 Sundays in a row. When when you're going off, now let me ask you this: Notoriously famous. Okay, who's going to have the better stats this year from a fantasy perspective? Just just stats, not team winning or, or losing. Antonio Brown or Juju Smith-Schuster? Um, just on stats. Just stats. Like if you if you had they were both there available in the draft and you could pick one or the other, which one would you pick? Well, I'd have to go based on the quarterback, and I would pick Ben over Derek Carr all day, every day, and every other Sunday. So I think Juju would have the better fantasy stats, one hundred percent. Okay, um, it's hard for me to, to to tell, but I think he's good because I think Antonio Brown is going to be force fed the ball. We've all seen Derek Carr crying and, and in his emotions as well. He just seems to me to be a type that could be easily bullied, unlike a big Ben who had rings on his finger prior to Antonio Brown showing up. So. I, I, but I also think so that I think Pittsburgh, he can be force fed. I think uh, have a great year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Derek Carr can actually force feed. Like that's something we haven't seen. But we've seen Big Ben 
do what he do. So we know Big Ben got 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 the ammo to and, get it. And he was doing it with receivers before there was an Antonio Brown. You just name a receiver, and they thrived under that uh, under Pittsburgh system with Roethlisberger. It's going to be interesting to see how that uh, turns out. Now, another uh, development with a star player and his team, or, or you know, and old coaches and and bad blood is the the Green Bay Packers. A team that you wouldn't think of that would be immersed in drama in the offseason. But over the last couple of weeks, there was a scathing um, Bleacher Report article about uh, Packers coach. What was the guy's name? Mike. Uh, uh, Tom Dolan? Yeah. The, uh, uh, Mike McCarthy. 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 I don't know why that name escaped me. Um, about Mike McCarthy and, and uh, some of his failures as, uh, as a coach and how that him and uh, his – Star quarterback Aaron Rodgers, you know, they just didn't clash. Well, Aaron Rodgers finally spoke out for the first time a couple of days ago, and he basically blasted the entire, um, any and everybody who thought that he was anything of a diva or had anything to right. do with the uh, the team's lack of success or, or lack of championships while they were together. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that this is much ado about nothing, or, or is this ex-players hating on Rodgers, or is this Rodgers just being petty like Rodgers is known to be? I think it's probably a mixture of both, right? Um, I think Rodgers is that 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 diva. I think Rodgers is ungrateful. I think Rodgers is selfish. Um, I think he's greedy to a, to a certain extent. Um, but it's Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, what can you do? Uh, given time and given the weapons, he gonna get you. He gonna get you to playoffs. Well, you know, every chance he can. Um, sure, it's probably a lot of the players didn't like um, the things he was probably telling them in the locker room. But for the past couple of years, it was probably worth it. You know, he, he's probably correct. So even though he a dick, he's a correct dick. Right. Now, now from experience, and I'm talking from experience, y'all. I worked for a dick. Can I call her a dick if she had a, a vagina? She had a vagina. She yeah, was a no. vagina. She Let me just say this. She of a JJ? She was of a JJ. And uh, she, very moody, very temperamental, um, very demanding. But but with that being said, if you're if if the trade-off is me getting my money right and us winning, or I guess in the business sector is getting your money and your opportunities right, I guess in the sports sector is winning and being allowed to get, you know, you know, extensions and contracts. Yeah. I can I'll trade that all day, any day. That was yeah. not a that was not a, a problem, or anything I couldn't handle as long as my checks were deposited every two weeks and they were right. looking right. Right. Um. So for the people who who were calling, talking about him being a dick, get over it. Everybody's job has warts. You look behind the the the, the neck. Uh, <laughs> how your mom used to look behind your ears when you bathed as a kid. You look behind the ears of any job, you're gonna find some dirt. So I, I don't think that 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 in itself makes him, you know, bad. I just think that. You know, you know, when you're working with a perfectionist, you know what you're working with. And if y'all not winning, he's not going to be happy. And, yeah, right, right. he's going to cause a fuss because he's the $120 million man. And he made a good point. If I hated it here so much, if I hated the coach so much, why did I resign? Exactly. You know, because he could have went anywhere. As anywhere. A free agent. Yeah. Anywhere. So um, we'll see how the, the Green Bay Packers respond this year. Um, and now... Mm-mm. It's time for this week's Woodshed Award. It is that. I think we both have a couple. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and go first since we're going. So we'll stay on topic. My first award goes to Antonio Brown for all the reasons that we just mentioned. Okay. But this is the thing that 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 I would be worried about most about Brown if I was the Oakland Raiders. 
Okay, let's say that, that you meet a young lady and she's newly divorced. Okay. Sweet girl. She says she wanted to get out of a bad situation and she's looking to do something better and, and you're that something better that she wants to do something with. Okay. You you take her on, give her everything she wants and needs and every single night she lay in, in your arms and talk about that ex. Okay. Talk about the ex's family. Talk mm. about the ex's mannerisms. Talk about the ex did this. The ex did that. Continually fueling a war with the ex when that situation should be done and, and, and resolved by now. Eventually, Oakland, who's laying in the arms of the complaining lady, is like, well, won't you go back to your damn ex? You yeah. keep talking about your ex. Like, we signed you $30 million when and threw you a lifeline when your contract was out of guaranteed money. We brought you on to, to be the face of the franchise when we moved to Vegas. We gave you your money. We're going to throw you the ball all you want. You got carte blanche here. Why are you still poking the bear with the with the Steelers? Bruh, it's time to move on with that, A.B., for real. It's... Ab. So what if they if they post a picture? They can have a picture of Juju with, with with some girl's face blurred out, and he got his dick in her mouth, and they saying that's your old lady. And you know, so what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so what? You're in Oakland now. Like there has there has been no talk about Oakland yeah, since he got to Oakland. But he don't really want to be in Oakland. No, that's, that's the, the see that's the point I'm making. <laughs> he don't want to be in Oakland because he's looking at Juju like, dang, that's my big comfy bed. Right. Like, like I help, <laughs> I help build this shit. <laughs> you know that's and and I and I get that, but you know if you're gonna go with the thirty million dollars, you got to go with somebody who will pay it. That's it. And the only teams that will pay it are bad teams. That's they got cap they got money because they don't have good players. That's it. So that's so it. AB, you get the Woodshed Award only because you keep talking about Pittsburgh, and I'm trying to hear about Oakland, like. They ain't what, but they ain't nothing to say about Oakland. Then shut the hell up, AB. <laughs> then shut the hell up until until training camp. My second award. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's stagger these. Let me go. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's been right, a go, foolish you week. You go, all right. Foolish week. May I ask you a question? Is this part of your woodshed, my answer? Well, it's a rhetorical question. Oh, you ain't really got to answer because I don't think nobody would agree with this. <laughs> so, dumbass Lonzo Ball's daddy got on damn Twitter. He worse than Trump. With these Twitter fingers. Look, I tried to unfollow Trump. I can't. It's it's good stuff. Plus, we post a lot of material on this. We get a lot of likes from them people. But I'm saying... Yeah, because it's a view. And everybody on there wondering what Trump said next. So they're going to oh hit the view God. on it. Appreciate hey, look. Y'all. Hey, show do. Show, <laughs> show do. Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> I'm going to write a book. Welcome to the I got, show. Hey, I got the jug that on them Twitter views. They all watch sports. Lonzo Ball. What's Lonzo Ball daddy name? LaVar. Uh, LaVar got on there talking about never lost. Leangelo Ball is better than Zion Williams. Oh, now, wait a minute. Which one is Leangelo? The middle kid or the, or the youngest? I think he the middle one. Or is okay. that LeAnthony? Let's see. Wait. They, they ain't the damn Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, Chief. Which I actually one? got to look. Which one is he? I thought it was the middle Hell, I don't know. Skin, brother. Um, I thought it was the middle one. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the middle one. It's the one that got... Oh, my God. Let's burn got, him at the stake. This ain't even a woodshed. For y'all that don't know Leangelo Ball, that's the one that got caught up still in the Gucci bags from China. Right. St- still in the, the Gucci slippers. <laughs> he had to, <laughs> He went into that. the damn Louis store and got the and got Bo- the scrunchies. Boost him, <laughs> boost him with, the, with the Gucci scrunchie. <laughs> Talking about daddy. 
Did it. Did it. I needed a hairpin. Woo. Okay. So now he that, stole that. So LeVar got on there. Oh, talking my about, God. I didn't know he was talking about the middle no, side. The no. middle side. Yeah, because the, the, the young one is Liam Lewinsky. I don't you know his name. It. You stop it. Uh, but it ain't that one because we might have a hard press to talk about that. Right. Because I was, like, like, I was like, like, yeah, I was like, he got pro, pro potential. But when I read that, I immediately knew it was the middle one, but I couldn't confirm it with my spirit at that time. <laughs> But Leangelo Ball, Leangelo, this fool went 0 for 59 in the draft. Didn't nobody even want him to scout. This gets moves up to moved up to the top spot. Like he of got the scouted by the women's UConn team. That's all I remember. Rebecca Lobo dropped a double and they double were like, on him. Right? They were like, Nah, we don't want no damn Leangelo. And neither. Like Nancy and Carrie over there putting up more threes than Leangelo. Oh my God, Lily, you got the role, bro. You ain't. Look, LeVar nuts. LeVar out there talking about put all three of my sons on a team. Yeah, y'all going to be in the big three league pretty soon. Man, they, right. Right. I, you know what? I don't think Ice Cube wouldn't even take on uh, them in that. That's that's hilarious. The the When I first read that, I was thinking the, the baby. And I was like, well, okay, that's a, he can make a LaMelo, decent argument. That's the baby, LaMelo. LiAngelo. LiAngelo got the role. He, yeah, got, he got the, the role. role. Because the role. we ain't heard nothing from LiAngelo. Since nobody even wanted to to bring him in to work him out. That's because his mama said, you sit over in that corner, don't you move until I tell you. He garbage. LeVar, so LeVar, he, he get the woodshed again. Uh, A, them people still ain't got shoes on their feet because they still waiting for shoes to come in. <laughs> Pay them people back with interest. Yeah, like, do the right thing, interest. man. Do the right thing. Um, you know, again, LeVar, you bring in uh, somebody that, that extortion... Your damn company extorted Lonzo out of all that money. <laughs> like, you just, and now you're out here trying to sell LaMelo. Like, he, I mean, uh, Leangelo, like he a damn prostitute. Don't nobody want him. Not right. Ain't Don't nobody, nobody picking want him. him up on Harry Hines. And nobody, shouts out to Harry Hines. Like, what's your name, downtown. baby? Leangelo. Um, are you, are you an R&B group? He's like, you one of them pretty bitches, huh? Right, you one of them pretty, <laughs> wrecky bitches. <laughs> You bitches. got the good head. What's your mama white? Right. Um, and she was, so you be nice. Um, she got lupus. You stop it. You. Oh my God. You get the. There's room for you in there. <laughs> um, the 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 thing about uh, Levar is just they're so Levar is the guy who actually embezzled the money and went to jail for theft. He already knew about it. He ran his background checked on eHarmony.com. E, e right. <laughs> right. What was he? <laughs> he looking for matches on Tinder. It was like Harry. <laughs> Come on over, Aaron. He was on prisonpushups.com. <laughs> like, he was on, like, M MSNBC lockup. Um, like, three years my, before my boy, doing pushes off the wall. That's like public record if you got a felony. My boy, I mean, come on, LaVar. Let's let's do better. Um, My second Woodshed Award win. That's a good one. A great one. Now that I know what kid you're talking about. Um, Anthony Davis. And I'm going to make this lighthearted and quick. Damn, you going after all the stars. Anthony Davis. Just <laughs> Anthony Davis. I'm over here going for punks, and you just no. <laughs> Anthony Davis. I got to. I got to snipe you and throw right. you in that woodshed this week because th just because you said something stupid. What? Okay, this. It, it, <laughs> I was also mad when I heard it. Like, really, you just waste my time just insulting our intelligence. Now, Anthony Davis showed up to the final game in the Smoothie Center. <laughs> By the way, can we give New Orleans? Uh, can we give the, their arena name? The Woodshed Award. The Smoothie King Center. I'm about to go to the Smoothie. I'm about like, to drop a is there a home court advantage at the Smoothie King Center? <laughs> I'm about to center? drop a quick smooth. 
Man, you know it's tough up there at the Smoothie King Center. <laughs> a Smoothie um, Double Double. Ain't no no team with a arena name the Smoothie King gonna, gonna resign a top five player. I, ain't I digress. But Anthony Davis was seen walking into the game, his final game of the season, um, last night in the Smoothie King Center, and he had a shirt on. Okay, they said that's all, folks. <laughs> Like and, with Porky and, the Pig, or, right? Like for, for Elmer Fudd. Well, who was that? It was Porky the Pig. That's all, folks. Hey. Basically, meaning the show was over. So anybody with a half a brain understands that he's telling everybody, "That's all, folks." <laughs> he, I'm a holler, y'all. Very got, cleverly done. When I saw it, yes. <laughs> He got into his Looney Tunes bag. My boy and went into his Looney Tunes bags. He's like, for the people in the back, um, that's all, folks. <laughs> I'm he, out of here. He, because he, his, uh, his, I saw putty tap wasn't, it wasn't ironed. <laughs> he so has the it. nerve to say when asked about it today. Okay. Right? He says, instead of saying, y'all know what this is, why don't we, why don't we stop playing right. games? Y'all know shirt. I'm trying to get to LA this summer, and right. if I don't, I'm going to play out the string here and, and just get there at, next summer as a free agent. Like, I, right. like, y'all know what it is. Stop bothering me about this. He says, I don't pick I don't pick my clothes. People, Somebody lays that out for me, and I just wear whatever they put out there. So you really need to take that up with them. What you mean? Like he paraplegic? I, I almost did a hee to the TV. <laughs> I almost came through with the. <laughs> you almost came. <laughs> almost came, came through, through with, with the, the kung fu grip. With the, with the RZA connect. <laughs> I almost came through with the RZA connect. <laughs> I was like, dude, stop! Will you stop? You've tried to force your way out, then you said, "I ain't, I'll play for any team." You're lying. You know yeah. you want to go to L.A. We know you want to go to L.A. Ball up. Put your hand down there, juggle around the sack for a minute, sniff your fingertips, realize you are a man, look that camera in the eye and say, y'all know what this is about. I'm right. out of here. I'm going to Lala. Right. Y'all tried to keep me from Lala this year, but I'm going to be in Lala this summer or I'll be there next summer. And that's what the shirt he should have wore. That, that's what y'all know what this but That's all, folks. Because I'm not playing no more games with y'all. Get me the yeah. hell out of here. Oh, he would have went major viral if you would have said that. <laughs> well, I mean, but, but keep it real. Read like, you got a new GM coming in. Like, don't be passive-aggressive no more. Right. That's what got you into this mess. Keep yeah. it real. So, uh... Number one, you a grown-ass man, bro. You got to dress yourself. Right, that'll work if you're in kindergarten. Right, well, my mama made me wear this damn... But 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 not a multi-millionaire playing in a home game. You're not even on the road where somebody had to go run out and pick you up something. Like, that's the only thing they had a target in his size. It'd tall like T at 7-Eleven. Like <laughs> hey, I got this at, at, at Big T's. <laughs> AD, let me holler at you. He like in the corner like, S -s -s AD. He's like, what's up? Man, look. Right, because it will be one of them <laughs> kind of the shirts. <laughs> you know, man, that's all, folks. I know you ain't. Listen, man. I went to the Target, right? They ain't have your size, but I went to the 7-Eleven. And they got the tall tees, five for ten. I right. had picked up five of the same kind. Hey, you know, them just big old wide had. necks. Yeah, hey, you got, the had. <laughs> you got the roll. You got the roll. I bet, Chief. I like <laughs> he throw a blazer on or nothing. Right. He was like, so, um, man, what shit, man? Come on, man. Just keep it real, AD. You, you coming to LA? It, it is what it is. Do you know um, two players? My next woodshed. And this is a good transitional woodshed to the next topic. So you a Texas Ranger fan? I am. I'm looking for a team, and I think I'm gonna just start at home. Oh, you still you free agent? You free agent? I'm looking for a team. I didn't know you was a free agent. I thought you already put your nuts into the the grocery sack. Speaking of that, <laughs> Joey Gallo. <laughs> no more, no more. Don't put my nuts in the If you did not know, my nuts were not <laughs> present. <laughs> I don't know. You say you want to be you. You want to gang gang with them. Maybe they can tap you on a nutsack as well. I'm going to go ahead and let you run run your segment. 
Joey Gallo, Nomar, Mazzara for the Texas Rangers. I guess every time they hit homers, when they meet each other, they grab each other's nuts. That was so vile and and like, you could have said it another way. But that's what they did. You could have said what? junk, sausage, pack, meat, anything. But what you want me to say? Like head tap? No, that's worse. No, one eye poke. No, that's worse. <laughs> I rather you just say nuts. Go ahead. All right, they jiggling the balls. Speaking of that, <laughs> they cup. They they was cupping the nuts. They, they was cupping the nuts. Who, who does that, bro? This Texas Ranger fans, y'all got to address this. Um, y'all need to address this because ain't no team I would root for after they hit a dinger go over there and touch the dingers. Now you don't mind them slapping each other on the backsides. Well, hold on, but that's different. Though. That's that's still that's still that's different. That's though. still like cupping. No, nah, there ain't cu- no reproducing meat hanging there. there. Ain't none of that. Slap that ass. That's hey hey. You go talk to dudes like Mean Joe Green and and people like that who who started that Refrigerator Perry. And then let me know, but I ain't never seen no. I ain't never seen MJ and, and touch Scotty Pippa's nuts. I ain't, I ain't listen, y'all. I ain't never seen Peyton Manning, t- you know, touch Marvin Harrison nuts. I ain't never seen Tom Brady grab Gronkowski's nuts. Um, and I ain't, and that's the first time I've ever seen that in the, the, in, the foot, in the baseball league. I ain't never seen that. That's I have, I disgusting. Have, I haven't either. If you was a Texas Ranger fan, burn your jersey or address the situation. By doing what? What you want them to boycott or something? I want the media to rise up and go up there and say, "What's all this going on? Why are we doing some pervy things? This is why we can't win. This is why well, you this ain't the reason why you on the streak. I'll address that in the next segment. It is the reason why they on the streak. Oh well, we gonna get into that first. We let's just but no nah, no nah, let's just get into it. Let's just, but first we gotta hit the sponsor break. We gonna get into this streak. And all that Shaz Mraz was brought to you by the Longwood Brothers. And the Texas Rangers. <laughs> and the nut grabbing Texas Rangers. You need your nuts grabbed? <laughs> Call the Longwood Brothers. They know Joey Gallo's number. Get your big ass on there. Grab. <laughs> you need something to grab? Take you some low T pills. Joey Gallo and No More Maserato will go over there and grab your. Headed to a Rangers game? Make sure you stop by the Longwood Brothers. You say you need a hit? Well, get your bat out. They ready to give it to you. <laughs> Longwood. Brilliantly done by you. Shouts out to the sponsors. We appreciate y'all each and every week. Um, now, as we transition into mm-hmm. Rangers Rage, I think <laughs> Rage. <laughs> that scared me for the second week in a row. Um, I think the, the, the Rage here um, is prominent and it's about to burn down prominent. the booth. Um, prominent? What, how this many is, games lose this this is, they on? They're on like four games, I think. It's, not, it's not too crazy. Last week, I told you. No, you're jinxy ass. But don't leave them two out. Last time we spoke was on four three. They were three and two. I said by April fifteenth, they would be five and ten. The They've Texas gone two Rangers, and four since then. They've lost four in a row. Their last the Texas four. Rangers have hit the losing streak, losing four in a row, and they getting they gotta go. They they got to lose every game from now into the fifteenth. That's not to gonna hit happen that because they're gonna beat the Diamondbacks tonight. They had the Diamondbacks up four uh one and rally. And, and, they and took then the, the confidence. The, the pitchers just gave way, but I'm I'm gonna go back to your woodshed award just for a second. Okay. This is why they're losing right now. And, and I can I can imagine how this enough. would affect yes, and how this could affect the locker room. If now you know me as a casual baseball fan. Okay. All the years you've known me, you know me as a casual super baseball casual. fan. Super casual. Right, super casual. So if I'm scrolling on Twitter and I see what the picture you tagged for me to see, 
that that I saw that the the two players do. Right. I'm not gonna say that was Gallo and and whoever that was. I'm gonna say that was two players from the Texas Rangers. Right. I'm, I'm, that's that, the organization. I'm 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 assessing this to the organization. And if I'm a player in that locker room, I'm like, look. When I'm going through the airport, when when you know when people look at me and they, they I don't want that to be the first thing they ask me about the season. Well, right. I'd rather them ask me about the damn losing streak than hey, do y'all be grabbing each other's junk in the in the clubhouse? And I think that did have a, an embarrassing effect on the team. I think that they they were probably embarrassed to go out there and play. Who knows what they were getting jeered by? Oh my you god! You know, being in an away arena. The, I mean, you like know, the if, last few games. If y'all got something like if that's your little tick. Then make sure you you get in the dugout and do that. Right. Well, and and make sure that that no, make sure you do that shit in the in the clubhouse. Make sure keep a tally. If you had four home runs, then you give yourself the the the, the four bagger. I don't know how you do it. I don't even know. But how you, you keep that shit out in front of the camera because you have teammates that have to answer for that and have to be associated with that. And that's just not. That's quite frankly, yeah, that's that just not cool. fair. That ain't cool that's, to do. Right. Um, you bring an unnecessary attention to your ball club. Right. Even if it's just a small whatever, it's just a joke. But it ain't a joke. It's not a joke because y'all ain't winning. Y'all, ain't nothing funny when I'm losing. Yeah, because you know, y'all ain't winning. Y'all ain't gonna win until I break the fifteen. Why, why, why was that pause? That proceed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> let me let y'all peek behind the curtain. See, <laughs> Studio Chocolate City about to burn to a crisp. This you just did the hoochoo. <laughs> he did the hoochoo in that brief pause, y'all, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing will slip past the audience on this show. Um, let's face it. You've been known to put jinxes on things. Okay. I ain't saying I haven't. But see, he's trying to sit here and look innocent because he got a fresh tape up and hey. wavy lays going. But just, but no, that, that schoolboy look ain't going to work today. The choir boy look, that's not going to work today because this is of the devil. It ain't of the devil because I make a prediction because I feel it. No, you made a prediction and then all hell start breaking <laughs> loose. The devil running rampant in the clubhouse. <laughs> You done took the hands of protection from around you Job. Got, you done got the demons in the fingertips. Have you considered my servant the Texas Rangers? Cupping the crotch. <laughs> that ain't cupping the crotch. <laughs> now, look, the thing is, I ain't gonna lie. I was, after championing for them last week, after declaring them as, as my go-to team, because I, don't, I didn't grow up with a team. We didn't have a team in my city. I wore the Rangers hat proudly, only for y'all to embarrass me the next day when, when you get tagged in something with a ha-ha-ha. And I look up and I see two grown men standing under the twilight of the day grabbing each other's meat. It just, it was just a bad look. I was embarrassed. I was like, man, they look hella soft doing this. Hey, like, like I said, I'm glad any of my teams. I didn't know he was a free agent, though. He was a free agent. I, I, I can swoo you. I nah, can swoo you. I'm not coming over you. to that evil empire. I got, well, there's two. I give you two choices. You can be a New York Yankee or you can come on over and be a Cleveland Indian. You and this Cleveland. Bacon and got you. Come on. Look, what is it come the beard? Is there power in the beard? Is this, is it the beard game? Well, but see, you 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 forget though. But you what's you, up with Cleveland? You, but that's oh, home state. Okay. That's home state. Okay, it don't matter who. Well, your why not Cincinnati? Well, them Reds. Nah, nah. They like the Bengals. Yeah, you, you don't want to do the Red. Yeah, right. You don't want to do the Reds. <laughs> the Reds well, just ain't it. You, well, you, you want to come over to the to the Indians and get on board. Well, I, thanks I get, to Nick Toysley famous and his jinky ass ways. Regardless if it was. Tip touching or, or one whole pounding or whatever you called it, they haven't won a game since. And they not until April sixteenth because fifteenth they gonna be five and ten like I told you. There it is. So you got on them snitch beads. I put it on the <laughs> put it on the board. Them the snitch beads. I wear he's my doing Buckeyes the, he's putting, proud. Now I can't even. You know what? I'm gonna give him another chance. Okay. I'm gonna give him a chance to to redeem themselves. Okay. And you gonna see him at Kroger? He's gonna tip-toeing run through the up tulips. on you. Huh? 
You that's why you gonna be at Kroger shopping. He gonna run up on you, cup your crotch. Right, right. Is it like Rangers fans, that's not how we greet right. each other. No more. I need y'all to fall back. Hola. Hola all hijo. the way back. Now, see, that, that's just the thing. I, it's hard for me to get associated with a team that's gonna be the laughing stock, and they in last place. But they've been a laughing stock. No, no. It's yeah. better. It's better to laugh with than to laugh at. Speaking of laughing with, laughing at that. With the ninth pick in the 1998 NBA draft, the Milwaukee Bucks select Dirk Nowitzki from Würzburg, Germany. Well, don't look for Nowitzki and Trailer to stay with their respective teams. Look for them to swap teams. I told him not to worry about, you know, uh, his reservations of the NBA or his skill level. That we know that he's good enough that he can play. Another turning point of fork stuck in the road. Ladies and gentlemen. And all my Mavs fans out there Yesterday was a a tribute To one of the greatest big men In NBA history Yes sir Did you Dirk? Was it the time of your life? He'll push me to new limits And then this is getting me a little teary eye. As it should. All the great playoff series between the Mavs, Grizz, Spurs. Yeah, the Grizz, the Spurs. Seeing them get over the hump against the Spurs in 06 was magical. That was great. Yeah. The Suns. I wasn't even living in Dallas at the time. You know, Dirk went out game after game with it on his back. Even, even when they ship Nash off, you wonder if he can. Yeah, actually, I think that was a blessing in disguise. Actually, so it was. When things don't go the way he wants, if you work hard enough and care enough, anything is possible. And Dirk, you made so many anything's possible for me and the city. That was great. It was. It was, it was great um, for, for a good thing to happen. It makes it even sweeter if you work something really, really hard and really, really long. Stick together. You know, and, and for him and for that team to dethrone the unbeatable Miami Heat at that time was crazy, crazy. I think it was the the fact that, and, and maybe it just took me seeing that, that montage. And shouts out to the producer of the show for uh, putting that uh, together. Um, it really made me really appreciate how big he was. And how many lives he affected in a positive way. Not only from the fans' perspective, bringing them their first championship here. But owner Mark Cuban, his Q rating skyrocketed after that 2011 championship. To where he was able to go on to do things. To where now he's so well known, he's thinking about running for president. And if you look at some of the media members who were new to the game when Dirk came along. And they were able to rise with him. The Mark Followells, the Ben and Skins. All of the people's life that he yeah. affected in a positive way. He was always cordial to them. He always gave them the inside scoop, the interviews. To see him when he jumped over the barricade in game six in Miami and ran off because yeah. he didn't want the team to see him get emotional. Yeah. Like when you think of things like that, you think of uh, of Dirk Nowitzki as being one of the, the classiest acts that ever uh, played the game. Which leads me to a question. Hmm. Why, why the NBA push him out of the league like that? Man, this is a fun. This is a tragic moment. This is a tragedy. I blame you. No. 
You. No, don't blame From me. From the minute Dirk came back on that court after he was came back, <laughs> you've been jinxing him. And then I blame ESPN. I blame FS1. I blame all these people who kept acting like it was his going away, acting like it was his, his one shining moment every right. time he stepped on that court. Right. I blame Doc Rivers, bitch ass. <laughs> yeah, y'all give it up for Dirk. It's his last Grabbing time the coming damn mic, coming out there. <laughs> Oh, can't you throw Doc Rivers? Let's get it up. And then Dirk's in there like, Brian said nothing. I ain't said nothing. And then the last game, it was like paparazzi was everywhere. He was, like, the look on his face was like, well, shit, I guess I'll go ahead and do this. I ain't even know they had all my favorite people. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I, I the, get it. I heard the glass shatter Diddy style when you said broken glass everywhere. I was man. about to get right into that, that, come on. that verse. It was crazy. Um, it was crazy. The, while this is so entertaining to me and why I'm laughing is because you can go back to episode such and such and you can hear me and Nick Torsley Famous covering the math season and him like, Dirk ain't said nothing about retiring. Why right. are we trying to push him out the door? I mean, y'all push Dirk straight out the league and he too was a nice guy not to get on that mic last night and say, Yeah. Mavericks, one more year. And then uh, you would have heard you would have heard crickets in there after you that. You would have heard church. well, not nah, us fans would have been popping like no yeah. crickets, but because we would have been like no, we would have been like no, no Dirk, no. Charles, I think Charles was there. Larry Bird was there. Uh, everybody was there for it, him. There was more like, people there than it's going to be at Nipsey's funeral, right? And they going they just push him back outside like, hey y'all, he ain't retiring. Y'all got to get back on the next jet home. But hey, he, hey! If he gonna retire, at least he retired dropping thirty. He was he was Jeez. letting them fly. He was letting you know. He was letting them fly. He even hung on the rim an extra second or two, and the ref was like, "Usually I don't do this, but uh, go ahead, go ahead and keep the hanging going." So, I was very happy for him until the the post game, and, and it was emotional. And, and I think Dallas did as about as good a job as you can possibly do to honor somebody in their last. Oh home game. yeah, I mean hey. that was top flight, top class. But if I'm sitting there and I haven't told y'all I'm retiring. What can I say when I grab the microphone no, other I'm than retired. thank y'all? Like he just I'm out of here. He just had to make his decision pre-game. Like that that was just what that was. But my question to you is and, uh, and look, listen. Um Mark Cuban, you better have the statue of him fading away on one leg and it better be enormous. True, but I think it Enormous. needs to be two statues. They need to be on the on the Victory Park side where where you have little oh, yeah, tents yeah. and all that. But let's have the big dirt with the with the one leg fade away on the back side. Let's have a play to him leaving the arena with the, to go plate. <laughs> Can we get that statue? Oh, Chinese, thank you coming in. <laughs> he's every people, <laughs> right? You every man right. if you walking out uh, walking into the arena on ESPN with a to go plate. Hey. You like look, I'm married. Baby mama put it together. Right. Ain't My no wife. no single man walking this earth going nowhere with no to go plate if it ain't a holiday. Hey, shouts out to his woman that did it. But he said he gonna stay here. So and Mark Cuban also Don't stay here, Dirk. No, nah, stay here. Don't stay here, Why? Dirk. Why? Where you gonna go? Well, because you're too damn tall. You're too tall to live here. No, because every like I just want to go and just be somewhere in peace. Let me go to Idaho. Idaho. Or or North Dakota. Let you me go, can't so, go to those places. Let me go live like he like Phil Ger- Jackson. He a German with an African American, not even African. Is she African American? I, <laughs> I didn't say Salt Lake City. I didn't say Salt Lake. Regardless, no, she ain't African American. She African. That's what I was gonna say. Now she she, she might be African American now. She's he, over here. She from Germany and she from the homeland. He, he ain't can't gonna go be, nowhere but Dallas. Look, I didn't say he was going to Salt Lake City. It, you said Idaho. 
I, right. Well, well, I mean, well, he should have enough money to stay secluded. Oh, he could go wherever he, he wants to You know, to build him something with some with some nice little things around him. But around here, man, they ain't gonna let you get no rest. You too tall. Nah, I mean, you gotta give it. You gotta give another year, and that'll just be a good day. Go Dirk. What up, Dirk? Plus, his daddy, him and his daddy, is too close for him to to not be over in Germany half the year anyway. Well, but if you can, if you retired and got the money, then God bless. I, you. I think that he gonna get. A, I think he'll give him about four years. He'll be on staff. You get listen. Yeah. That's because the way Mark Cuban said, you always got a job, and they both no, looked at each other and smiled. He, no, he'll be the next Magic, president of basketball operations. Well, but he probably will be more of a figurehead. I don't see him as president. I see him. Yeah, like, well, like, Mark like, Cuban don't have nobody really under him. Well, you got he still got Donnie. Yeah, you got Donnie, and you got the coach. I mean, uh, that you ain't telling what to do. He would be the international head of the organization because you get you let Luca get four more years. And y'all know ain't no head like international head. Hey, foreign. <laughs> Tim's for, for my games in Brooklyn. Real quick question before we go on to this next debacle segment. Okay. Is Dirk the greatest, the greatest Dallas athlete? Of all time? All time. Well, no, ladies and gentlemen, no, wait it's time for the Wiz Khalifa segment. Are you t- wait a minute? Are you talking about they played here professionally or, or they grew up here? No, no, played like on team. This yes, is the most accomplished. So he's mo- more accomplished. No, than it's Emmitt Emmitt Smith. Emmitt. It's Emmitt Smith. Emmitt Smith has more titles, and he's the all-time leading Russian leader. So you know he's second behind Emmitt. Wow, he's second behind Emmitt only because wow. of the championships. Yeah, but but Emmitt had. They to- both had a league MVP. They both were league MVPs. Yeah, but but Emmitt's cast around him was Hall of Fame. Was Hall of Fame like? In their primes. Aikman in his prime. Irving in his prime. Novacek in his prime. The whole damn offensive defensive line in their prime. Yeah, but but that's more Woodson. of a team. Yeah, yeah but Woodson, I'm saying but, uh, but that's Haley. More, but that's more of a, a team sport to where oh, yeah, he Woodson got too. where where he need to have people block for him and carry the ball. That's just the nature of the game. But Whereas Dirk can just take the ball and just dominate whenever he wants to I think Dirk Dirk is up there. But I think, I think Dirk he's is too. the number one greatest Dallas athlete of all time. No, y'all can at me at that. No, I'm gonna at you at that. Don't disrespect this team. Whose team? This logo. This flow. This track. Trash. Track. Oh, shouts out to the DF Dub. When you hear whiz in your ears. You know it's time for the Cowboys segment. I don't even know why we still have this segment. What you say? We don't need this segment no more. We always need this segment because America's team. We in America, ain't we? This ain't America's team. But we don't talk about America's team. The Patriots? Fine, we we can talk about it. Because we have... (laughs) Hey, they can make it. Look, they didn't put, uh, put in no paperwork. They names the Patriots. They, look, they didn't put in no paperwork. If, yeah, if they, they put do. in the paperwork, they have a good, a good legitimate shot to dethrone. But, but we need that in, in writing. Rings dethrone. Um, we're gonna get right to this. Well, for one, uh, shouts out to Demarcus Lawrence. Got his money finally. Uh, they finally paid him his twenty million dollars a year. I think it's gonna be what seventy something in the first three years. Seventy guaranteed. Um, good job by the Cowboys of getting him locked up. That's great for the defense, great for the team. But I have a problem, notoriously famous, with okay. the way that this is being phrased and the way that this question is being thrown around the DFW as well as nationwide. I need to put a stop to this shit. Okay. Damn. What is up with all of a sudden contracts needing to be team friendly when it comes to quarterback Dak Prescott? Can you explain this to me? 
Um, what Jerry or Stephen Jones was referring to as Dak needs a, f- a team-friendly contract is um, you ain't worth the paper that you asking for, player. Man, you ain't worth fight. it. You ain't worth the twenty-eight million for seven years, like you asking for. That ain't gonna happen. That ain't team friendly. But what he's saying is that ain't team. Now please friendly. tell me what he's saying. That ain't really team. That might be the market right now. But what's team friendly is you not worth that paper player. That's what that means. So sorry, Dakless, you ain't getting what you think you worth. Ladies and gentlemen, for the sake of the show, and because we're too far in to start re-recording, I'm not going to tear up this furniture, mm. but Nick Torsley Famous knows that I am irate as I speak in my soft-toned voice. Ladies and gentlemen, the contract that Dak Prescott is currently on is is a team-friendly deal. Well, yeah. The man has, is making $400,000, $600,000 the last three years while winning two divisions and coming up with a 9-7 and seven season where you still had a winning record. Time is up, Jones boys. I'll tell you what I get. You had your you had your three years of team friendly. I'm gonna give you. And you're gonna get this year's of team friendly. I I tell you what, Dak. You won twenty eight a year. Go okay. get it. I I tell you what, I'll make this, I need it. I'll make this better for all of us. Just to be a free a, a team a team friendly contract. Mm. I'll give you fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed like cousins got. Listening. But I'm gonna give you twenty eight mil for three years. That's eighty. That's eighty-four million dollars, fully guaranteed. Fully take the deal, uh, Dak. There you go. Take the deal. There right, you go. ended that segment quick. There you go. When you said fully guaranteed, because uh, that's what you're worth. Because I told I put you on my jock strap. You see, you see. But this, I've been arguing that he ain't worth more than seventy-five million dollars for five years. He is. I think he is. But only you just you just took eighty-four for three, fully guaranteed. Yeah, because in year two you can get that leg snapped. That's cheaper than cousins. And that's just a little bit more than what you fully guarantee. The thing is, though, the only reason why I'm saying guaranteed because you are in Texas, so you're going to keep more of your money. The three years will allow you to re-up in your prom again. And the fact that it's fully guaranteed gives you some stability going forward. The 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 Your contract proposal, if I'm Dak's agent, I have him sign it in a heartbeat. I think that that's fair. And I think that that leaves both sides open to a non-long-term commitment towards each other. Whereas if my play falls well, off, you can get out of my contract pretty easily in a couple of years. If if my play accelerates, then I'm due for another re-up. So I think that would be a perfect way to meet in the middle because um, this team friendly, no, no, we're not Tom Brady. And like he said, I'm not married to no multi-millionaire supermodel. Right, like, because you got to remember that, A. But I love that pro- that uh, proposal. That, that offensive line's coming up, dude. Zeke coming up. Right. Cooper coming up. Like, if and if you, according to you, Zeke only got about three to four more years left in his legs if they keep running them 300 touches a, a yeah. year. So, you know, you might offer Zeke the same the same thing. For three years, no, no. Zeke going Zeke knows this is the case, so he's gonna make you pay him, and you're gonna have to because without him, it don't matter what quarterback you got back there. All the I team know, is based right. around the run. You got a lot of you got a lot of heavy names up next couple years, and um, if if that can't get you can't get you past anything in three years, well, at least you're still not paying him like you did Tony. Right, you're not making the Tony mistake exactly because actually this team friendly deal bailed you out because there was no real backup plan when Tony went down. You threw Dak out uh, there because there wasn't nobody else to throw out there. Right, you and he no just idea. happened to excel. You caught the luckiest break on the cheapest. Twice they did that. Right. Because they caught Tony like that. Right, so, but you know, um, 
your, your lucky pearls that you keep in, in, in mama's drawer, they're still working. But now it's time to pay the man. But I do agree. Let's fatten the deal and shorten the contract for both sides so that neither one is locked into anything long term. Well, the only negativity about that is, of course, that's coming off your books every year. Like, you can't restructure that. So you yeah, don't start you, the year $28 million Right, but, but what you can start to do then is that you can start to extend certain players or move their money up into a signing <laughs> bonus and, and be able to spread that out over the years. I think you can you can massage a, a cap for a three-year run window because that's about what teams have when their quarterback is in well, their prime, if you think about, about it, a three-year window. If, if you was to franchise him two years, I mean, you're pretty much paying that. And so you just Good given point. a long-term right. Right. franchise contract fully guaranteed you don't have the locker room problems you don't have the questions and you can move about the rest of your roster the same way if, if they continue to draft well and have players coming in on rookie deals that's overperforming like a Dak like a um, like a what's the kid from last year um, the, the linebacker for, for for Dallas um, the, the Van Der Esch. Oh, yeah. Um, if you're coming in like Van Der Esch, you're coming in like Jalen Smith, you, and, and the, the homegrown products are producing, and you're paying them on rookie contracts, they're going to continue to be just fine. Yeah. I think that I think that's a great deal um, that you propose. I take it. All right. We well, you know what time it is now? What time is it? News you can't use. My favorite segment. News you can't use. Pennsylvania. Shout out AP. Headline reads, Police. Man wakes to stranger sleeping on his kitchen floor. Altoon, PA. Police say Pennsylvania man woke up to find a stranger sleeping on his kitchen floor, surrounded, you ready for this, by torn up sanitary napkins. The tampons. I was going to say, I knew I heard that word sanitary napkins way back in church when I was a kid. Okay, guys. This man is on a kitchen floor sleeping with torn up tampons everywhere around him. (laughs) Laid it out like a damn satanic ritual. <laughs> Altoon police say they arrested 60-year-old Brian Smith. 60. The Altoon mayor reports Smith was unconscious and, dist- and surrounded by destroyed sanitary napkins. <laughs> the homeowner told police it also appears someone had eaten all of his crave cereal. Now see, that's when he got woke up with a 38. Right. He told police all the doors and windows were locked. When he went to sleep, but he noticed one of the doors was wide open the next morning. Police say Smith told him he used meth within the last two days. And <laughs> <laughs> was unable to explain how or why he entered the house. He's been charged with burglary. But ain't nobody addressing the question. Why you destroyed the tampons? He was probably trying to make some more meth in the bathroom. Like He like, ran up in that bathroom those tampons were yelling at him. Bitch, you ain't going to do nothing. He just started destroying. Who you talking to? <laughs> yeah, he was in there eating that crave cereal. Who's talking to me? When you said meth, it all made sense. <laughs> That's how they should start the news. Brian Smith on meth. Whatever you say after that, I'm going to believe. So whatever this crazy redneck doing next, here it goes. He he got in a fight with a box Damn, of tampons. Rednecks got their own crack. Like <laughs> prayers out to the to the suburbs. <laughs> Rural America, we pray for you. How fucked up would that be? Damn. That's got all I'm gonna say. Crack. That's that's just oh boy. Meth boy. Let me see here. I'm trying to find the next great one. I don't know. We'll, we'll say that one for last. Oh no. See, uh yeah, we'll do this one. Complex news, so you know it's gonna be okay. Serious things here. Unruly woman booted off the plane after twerking and flashing passengers. 
okay, wait a minute. Was she twerking and uh, flashing passengers, or was her ter- twerking flashing passengers? We're going to find out. Oh, my gosh. A Spirit Airlines flight. Oh, you know what? Next. <laughs> we'll keep it moving. Yeah, we keep it moving. Ah. A Spirit Airlines flight was briefly interrupted last month by a foul-mouthed passenger. Shocker. With an affinity for twerking. <laughs> but her name was Tiffany. Twerking Twiffy. <laughs> what? Hey, Tiffany's, they all be twerking be, and flashing. Uh, you know what? I'm <laughs> Shouts out to all the Tiffany's According to there. the New York Post, the drama started after the flight crew asked that the un- unidentified woman shut off her phone before takeoff. She reportedly became irate over the request and eventually took out her frustrations on her fellow passengers. Uh, now the video shows <laughs> the woman was verbally attacking uh, the pack cabin before she flashes her ass and starts twerking in the Uh-oh. middle of the aisle. <laughs> she screamed, record all you fucking want. <laughs> okay. Look, okay. Another. <laughs> Anybody got night vision? <laughs> Another okay. passenger shot. Wait. Shit. That's how you know this right. cabin was full of Spirit Airlines. Wait a minute, let me read this. She screamed, Record all you fucking want. So proud to be trashy. Another passenger shouted, I love it. <laughs> Twerk that ass. She, well, we know it wasn't you on the plane because you didn't say, Drop that asshole. Hey, is she McDonald's? <laughs> Over one billion served. The woman. So, so someone screamed, I love it. And she responded, yeah, well, come fight me then, bitch. The woman responded, do something, do something. Nothing, because you're a pussy ass. No, keep twerking. Don't start fighting. Who's starting to fight? Get her off the plane. Tiffany. Flashing Tiffany. Whoever stopped the twerk session that was was giving us free monk, monkey views. Well, they done ripped her off the damn flight before it started, and people was cheering. Oh boy! I look, you know, you know, Spirit Airlines charged her for twerking. She, she. That should hit her, hit her credit card. Ooh. They charge you for everything. Twenty five an ass shake. <laughs> you, you gotta put it on a cord in a slot machine <laughs> just, just to get on the damn thing. Like, right. damn, they itemized everything. Twenty five an ass shake. Did <laughs> yeah. anybody call her a fucking whore? You whore? Get off the plane! No, they just screamed. I love it. Right, like let her twerk. I mean, you know the Spirit Airlines. It's it's right. I'm saying it's Spirit. You don't pay three thousand dollars in itemized fees. Right, that's no. that'll cost you the same just getting American flight. Exactly. But you think because your ticket only seventy nine ninety nine, you getting over on somebody. Your debit card. Right. <laughs> see here, you and Jethro bringing your big ass luggage, and they like it's seventy five dollars a piece. Now they go you one hundred fifty right there on the, luggage. The overbooking, the the little minimal space, the lack of leg room. Can I at least see it? A girl twerking with a with a panty. Right. I mean, I'm just at least, at least a couple ice is free. You can put some ice down. A right. Crack. Just one lip to the left, one lip to the right. That's Fifty dollar twerk job right there. <laughs> she done got a bill for seven hundred dollars for twerking. <laughs> right. Like she's out of here. Like she going on the damn North Dallas Toll Road, God. Key West, Florida. Damn, you reminded me. I gotta pay that bill. Man buys an eight million dollar island. Okay. And then steals from Kmart. <laughs> um, where's the balcony? I don't even need my keys. A man who had just bought an $8 million island off Key West, Florida, was arrested Saturday for participating in what police described as a scheme to steal $300 household items from Kmart. Like? Well, household items. So like, I'm guessing like Lysol and shit. Really? How much where, where, How much of that shit you got to steal to come to $300? It must have been a, enough for the, his island. 
Official. That's how he got his island? Right. <laughs> Boosting lights off? First of all, where the hell is a Kmart? Right. First of all. Right. Officials. Where, there's a Greyhound sh- uh, close by. Right. Officials at Kmart called Key West Police on the 5th of April after they say Andrew Francis Lippy, 59 years old. Too old for this shit. Had purchased several items, including a, a Keurig coffee maker, light bulbs. Hey, that Keurig. I got one. And I will re- steal that out of the Kmart. <laughs> In return... The original boxes for a refund. <laughs> you, you want that nineteen eighties check scam? This ain't Costco food. What? <laughs> you, you want that? You want that antiquated dope boy shit? What? You, oh, I gotta keep reading this. Oh my gosh! He bought us Keurig coffee maker, light bulbs, and returned the original boxes for the refund. The police say the boxes were stuffed with other items. For example, oh lord, this. You know what? <laughs> This is my people too, cause he an old white man. I was just saying he the only one can get away with re- making that many returns to a, to one store. But police say the boxes were stuffed with other items. For example, store official said inside the Keurig box was a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> now that don't even weigh the same, bro. It's like you pick it up, it's good. You pick it up as light. A Keurig is at least three or four pounds. Y'all, meth is a hell of a drug. Man, what this man doing? With? The store's loss prevention officer provided detectives with video of Lippy buying and returning all of the items. Right, because you only know camera of you a brother trying to return the items every other day. They gonna yoke you up in there. This man stupid. The Miami Herald reports Lippy, Florida, bought Thompson Island, which had been the home of family. Uh, of Edward K. Knight, Lippy also owns the Real World House in Key West, where the MTV shoots at seventeen. Man, he, this man got money. And so just, he has legitimate islands. Yeah, he, he legitimately he got this island for eight million dollars, and you buying a Keurig and returning it with a basketball in there. A Keurig ain't no more than fifty, sixty dollars. It ain't. It really ain't. First of all, do you even got electricity on the island? No, he bought that damn island on. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> Branding them stuck. <laughs> Did you just think, man, now I'm king of this shit. Watch me. But but like you said, maybe that's how he got his island. Brick by brick. Brick by brick. I wonder how many Keurigs got basketballs in them. <laughs> but a basketball, even fitting in a box, is it's not even the same it, weight right, distribution, bro. Oh my God. You could have filled it with some of your rocks. You could have literally put rocks in there and it would have come off. And it been like, better. okay, boops, get right. it done. What we learned here today. What we learned today. Meth is a hell of a drug. A hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. A hell of a drug. If you bought an $8 million, first of all, I don't even know why you just not shopping at Amazon. <laughs> I'm on my island. Chief. No, 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 no. We keeping we keeping all of those Amazon tips in house. And for God's sake, if you flying Spirit, Spirit, and Twerk and Tiffany jump up, put some change in her ass for and real. at least pay for the damn water for her. Right, at least until everybody gets sued. For real, help people out these days, y'all. I'm out. Peace. <laughs>